Welcome, everybody. What is, how's it going? We're back on another episode of the Talking Bullshit Podcast. How's it going? Oh, Come on, y'all. Y'all, y'all. You can just let me get through it before you got to talk, man. They're going to hear you for the next two hours. Come on now. Come on. This nigga dead says, how you doing? And then we're going to respond. He's like, he's like, I'm talking. You do it every I'm single time. Talking. This nigga says, how y'all listen. doing? And then we go, we're all right. And he goes, who the fuck listen, 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 listen. Who you asking? I know. I, listen, just gonna respond listen, back. I know. I got rid of the famous talk, but you're not about to talk to me like this on this podcast. All right. Talk to you like Ooh, the bitch you are. Oh, crazy! Wow. That talk. You talking to a nigga who lost a mic, man? That's don't don't do that. Like, <laughs> come on, come on! I didn't lose oh, anything. Man. I didn't lose anything. Uh, Let's get that straight. Know. Kadeem took your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but what's good, guys? Um, what, uh, before you, go, you guys answer, welcome again. This is episode nine of the Talking Bullshit Podcast. Uh, like we always say every week, I know y'all going to get tired of it, but we're trying to stay consistent. We're keeping the episodes up. We're trying to keep it fresh every week. Wow, I said the word fresh. That's weird. <laughs> Yo, first off, yeah, it's not 1975. Yeah, Somebody brought up to me, she was hilarious. It was like, why could you keep saying y'all being consistent and y'all missed the week? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Yo, whoever said that? Technically, technically we was consistent. We just yeah, didn't like, put out like, the episode. We, we did, did record, record an episode. episode. There's an episode there. If y'all want to hear that episode, I promise you. Let us know. Oh, no, yeah, I don't. Let us I promise know. you. Yeah, we, I don't. Like, how you going to... Yo, we gave you nine fucking episodes. Are you going to come at me for missing one? Like, can I evolve, yeah. bro? Like, are you... It was the worst. Listen, 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 listen. Chill, 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 chill. Don't, 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 don't play us like that, man. That was the ep- worst episode you ever spoke about. Let's talk about your horribleness on that episode. It wasn't us. It was you, nigga. Is it Mitchell? <laughs> Yo, you used to do that shit. I remember this nigga used to do. Yo, you. Yo, we used to be like, like I used to be like when we used to work together. I used to be like, Yo, you a bitch. You, he would say in the softest voice, "Is it your Mitchell?" I'm like, yeah, you nigga. Like, you couldn't take him seriously. Anyway, listen, if, if somebody disrespecting you, talk about yourself in a third person. You sound like a fucking clown when you talk about yourself in a third. Wow. Person. Israel sounds like he'll fuck your girl when he talks about himself in a third. Yeah, whatever. Person. Sounds good. You sound like All a right, fucking man. idiot. Okay. Yeah, sound like a dick delivery man. Dick delivery man. Okay. Wow. Um. Everybody introduce yourselves, man. We try, we try to be consistent. Let's consistently introduce ourselves. How's it going? This guys? is Gus. You know, just quick to the point. You know, that's how I am. You know. The two-second pumper. Uh, long strokes for them girls. You know who it is. Back again for another episode with the guys. It's your boy, Israel said it, a.k.a. Mr. Wush Poppin'. What's up, everybody? This is a uh, techie music fan. I'm here to talk my shit. Let's do it. You always sound like you the the backup tech support. No, for no, no. You know mission. he is, bro. You know he is. He's the he's the one old nigga when everybody's young in the group. Like everyone say, "Yo, what up?" And dapping niggas up, and he gonna come up to you and shake your hand. 
Here come Otis. How's it going? Like, yo, what up, bro? What up, bro? Give like, firm, nah, my fuck is firm handshakes. Give him firm handshakes. If anybody know this nigga tech, right? If you see a star on the street, right? You know, the natural person will be like, oh my God, this is that person. They'll introduce themselves and say hi to him. This nigga tech would not like go goofy over any like starboard. He's like, nah, 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 yo. I'm I'm gonna come at them with respect. And I'm like, yo, bro, it's a star. They used to it. I just like like get out. Nah, He's like, nah. I nah. feel what he's saying. But the, I don't know. Listen, do listen, listen the, no, listen, listen. They're gonna appreciate you more if exactly. you just treat them like a human because everybody else treats them like, oh my God. Like I'm not saying I'm not one of those people that's gonna try to downplay them and act like they ain't nobody. I am excited, like, oh shit, that's such and such, but I'm not gonna be on that fan shit. Because that's all they fucking deal with is people. Oh, let me take a yeah, picture with that, you. That shit becomes a joy. I never like. I don't take pictures that with people. Don't do no, 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 no. I get it. I I respect it, but it's it's just really funny that this nigga. How you know it's annoying? You ain't never had nobody walk up nigga, to you. If you, do if shit, you know my resume up, of the people that I've been in contact with or spoken to, you understand. It ain't nothing, man. I don't know if it's anybody in the Knicks. I actually met I actually I met Amari Stoudemire. That motherfucker is cheap as fuck, but. That's that's a topic for another day. Well, okay. Well, I was about to say what no, he, he is, but then I, I was about to cheap, say something. Man. I'm like, let me let, let me let that nigga. Cheap. Oh my god! <laughs> I know what he was gonna say. That I know what he was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm not done. Right, I, I, <laughs> oh, can I tell him why he's cheap? Kadeem, did nah, you get it? I probably know. I'm probably missing it. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you why he thinks Amari Stoudemire is cheap. <laughs> what about this? Amari Stoudemire, through his life, has gone through a few changes. One of the most uh, exuberant changes was in accepting his religious belief as a Hasidic Jew. Oh, that's Jew. why? I wasn't talking about that. I was... A what? This man is making his something Jew. else. But he's black. Yes. Amari and nobody's talking about you, Angus. We're talking about tech. But they are black yeah, Jews. Yeah, black Jews. They are black Jews. Yeah, I know. Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany yeah, but it's I've seen a black Jew. Yo, yo. Bro, you're, 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 you're missing the point. Yes, I know there's black. I know there's black Jews, but is it, no, is no, it but like I'm, a Hasidic Jew? Someone that's like is extremely like religious. I thought that's okay, no. They, it could be they, a black. Look, Hasidic look, Jew. Aren't the ones that they be wearing the, the um the high dress outfits in um yeah in the summer? Do you remember you remember the rapper Shine? Yeah, like, Shine's yeah, a like Hasidic one, Jew. Yeah, yeah the, curl, the curls and everything. Yo, bro, I don't know how he did it on my old blo- on my old block in Crown Heights. It was this black guy with the dressed up in you know. I don't want the, the Jewish garments. <laughs> Yo, man, this dude had like one of the nappiest curls on the side. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How you gonna shit on your own people? No, but nah, nah, it was just funny because I've never seen a Hasidic Jew with the whole outfit on and with the curls on it. That shit had me dying, man. And it was just weird because it was like peasy on the on the right and left side. It was like all curly and shit. Never mind. Jesus Christ. To go back to, like I said, with this nigga tech and famous people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> how I don't even you talking about uh, Mark Stoudem as a hit You want to know how crazy, like, 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 I don't, where I used, where we used to work together, this nigga tech was like the only person that was known. Like, if, if a star came in the building, they sent him to tech. Like, yo, he's going to deal with it. Randy, good, he's the only one that could work with this person. And if Randy wasn't there, then they'll send it to me because this nigga tech started that bullshit with me. Yo, Killer Mike came into the store one time. Right, you remember when Killer Mike came and that whole shit with his phone yeah. happened? Yeah, bro, it mm-hmm. was the craziest. I don't, I don't. Oh, this what I forgot what happened. I don't want to go into it because that's his personal shit. But it was crazy shit that happened to his phone. Tech is working with him. I'm. I think I just finished helping someone bitch or something. He's like, "Yo, come to the back." I'm like for what? Like, like come to the back of the store. I'm like, okay. And lo and behold, 
like we had this policy, like niggas couldn't just sit down and pull seats. And, and Tech was the nigga, don't don't pull no seat at all at the table, bro. You couldn't do that. But for some reason, this random nigga got a seat is sitting down. This big guy, I'm like, who the fuck is this? You come around the corner, it's um, you see his wife standing right to the side, and then Killer Mike just just chilling there, just talking. And I'm like, when the fuck did Killer Mike walk into the store? Somehow, Randy saw this nigga from the front of the fucking store, got this nigga to the back, and. No, Kadeem, Kadeem, you you missing the the most funniest part of that. You remember when the um the white person tried to take the chair from him? And I was I was like I was like listen listen leave this man alone with this guy. You, you're this the wrong black person. You want to do this bullshit? To, don't you? <laughs> yo, so that was a funny moment. And after that, like yo, he sent us merch and shit, man. Like that, that, that that's one reason why like I support Killer Mike to hundred percent. But anyway, cool, cool ass, ass nigga, bro. Bro, cool bro ass it man. was like two months later. We was like, this nigga not sending us the shit. Then one day, big ass box of fucking clothes pull up in my crib, bro. I was like, what the fuck is? It? Man, man, Killer Mike, anyway. nigga. Um, yes, yeah, so everybody did introdu- the introductions once again. If you didn't know, it's your boy Kadeem. Uh, but let's pretty much jump right into it. Starting questions, which I. I didn't come up with this question, so I'm just going <laughs> to... No, man. Don't, don't pop out now. Come all on, right, man. All right. We all decided it was... He, old, he always <laughs> does that shit. When he wanted to distance himself, I, I didn't come up, up with this, this one. Um, I'm, a, I'm a married man. I have a wife. I have kids. So, um... Kids? Kid. You got something you got to tell us? A kid. Oh, you said, you said plural. I, I, was, I was like, okay. He called you Randiqua. He <laughs> <laughs> fucked you up, Angus. Randy's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the starting question. Uh, what is the biggest turnoff when it comes to a woman? Oh. Shit, that's easy for me. I'm gonna go first, man. Fuck that. Uh, The biggest turnoff for me is if a woman is beautiful and everything and she smiles and all I see is straight gums, I'm sorry. Fuck no. I hate that shit. Gum, that whole. Nah, man. I hate seeing that shit. You got. You got more. You got more the gums and teeth. That just doesn't make life. sense. The ratio between gums the, and teeth. No, no. The ratio the between best. gums and teeth should be even. Not more gums and teeth. The Are best gawk, gawk you ever. I don't give a fuck. Ever had. Yo, that bro, the gawk, bro. The gawk. You ever seen it? like this? Some some people when they smile, their gums come out their fucking mouth. Like it's just like. It look, Nah, man. Guys, you know why it's so funny? Not, you gotta see the level of disgust and get angry. Nah, man. Like I've I've dealt with a, I've dealt with someone like that, and when they smiled, I was like, oh my god, I I, I just wanted to hurl, man, because I'm like, shit, man, close your mouth. No, it, why did you? I do just it, dealt. With, I don't know. I just I was bored, man. I don't know. And like her smile, she was beautiful. And her, she was <laughs> just, just she was beautiful and all, but I just, that's one of my biggest turnoff. You could be anything else with you, but you, if you got your gums coming out your mouth, you got more gums than teeth. Then I'm sorry. And baby teeth turns me off too, man. Don't give me no little chiglets in your mouth. Nah, <laughs> little chiglets, man. Like, like yo, man. Little little baby teeth, man. Look like shark teeth and dolphin teeth. <laughs> Guys, tech. Uh, me personally, um, it's just a whole world of God. No, nah, I'm not. So I'm not gonna judge say. women like that. It's it's to be honest with you, it's it's hygiene. That should be self like, explanatory. Little things like if you look at a girl's hands. No, but I'm talking about if you look at a girl's hands and you look under her nails and it's like dirty under her nails, like little shit like that. I was always taught if a woman can't keep stuff clean that you can see, imagine the stuff that you can't see. 
So hygiene is just like you have to make sure that your shit is together. That's because nails is a difficult one though. Because if they were at work, but that, but it can take anything. To get but that's dirty. different. Mm-hmm. Plus, 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 most women color their nails, and you can't see out of them anyway. Yeah, but like I said, that's why. I, that's, <laughs> why that's why I said hygiene as a whole. That's one thing I do look at. But just just anything like you know, making sure you know you ain't got dandruff and shit like that. Be like well kept. Just, Be just well kept. Well, exactly. Just take pride in yourself. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of things that we don't know as men uh, in terms of women, women's hygiene. It's a lot. When you have a daughter, it changes your perspective because you you realize even when you got when you're raising them, there's different ways that women got to clean themselves that we're not ready for. But I'm a tech on that because I legit I don't ever want to disrespect the women. I try my best to never make fun of them if they have an issue. But that. That stink cooter cat thing is just that is a a fucking missile to the nostrils, bro. Like you you can smell it. You know how you should be honest with you. Some some women don't. Some people don't know they they stink, son. They so used to that shit that they think it smell like fucking roses. Boy, I was like, I was sixteen one time, and they was making fun of this girl, and I was like, yo, why don't none of y'all go say nothing? And everybody's like, nah, nah. They just kept laughing, and I was like, honestly, I don't smell it, and like. Yeah, whack for not saying anything. So we sitting on the stoop. You know how like open your head, <laughs> chilling the stoop in front of this motherfucker came and stood right in front of me. And that shit trailed. You know how wow. you know how the cartoons be floating on the stench of a pie. <laughs> <laughs> that shit came up and yeah, just I, I feel like I feel like if a woman like, if a woman has like a bad oof. odor, I feel like another woman should tell her than a man because it comes off as a comes off extra extra strong. Yeah, absolutely. So Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna walk up to one. Nah. Hey, yeah, yeah, stink. Like you know, nah, you, gotta tap, you gotta tap. You gotta tap on the shoulder. Nah. Hey, bitch. Nah, <laughs> did nah. you know that your pussy is rancid? Right. Like even if, even if I'm dealing with a girl and she doesn't smell right, I'm just gonna dismiss them. Like you know what, I gotta go. Um, I'll talk to you later or something. I'm gonna feel extra horrible by like listen because I don't have no good ways of saying. Because me, I'm gonna shoot up the mob like damn son, your shit stinks, man. But I, I to me that's coming off nice. So she might take it off, take it as something else. So I'd rather just. Just, just dismiss her and let her go about her business, and let someone else tell her. Because I feel like I'm gonna come off hateful, and and I don't mean to come off hateful. So I'd rather just dismiss it, be like, you know what, I gotta go, or stop me. Nah, man, I ain't trying I to hurt you, baby, man. Like, no, you know what it is for me, right? And it, it's, I I'm not trying to castrate anybody, but like smoking. Like if you smoke cigarettes. Oh, I, I was about yeah, to say like, that. Okay, if thing. you smoke weed, right? I'm fine if you smoke weed, but it's to the extent of how much you smoke weed for me, but and how like how you look up. But when you smoke cigarettes, like I, I'm like, mm, I can't kiss you. That that that's it's a different, it's a different level. level. If you've never, and this is for our listeners, me agreeing with Kadeem wholeheartedly. If you've never kissed somebody with a cigarette mouth, you've not experienced mm. true pain. Yeah, I think it's bad out here with these cops killing black people. Kiss somebody with a cigarette we're, mouth. We're, we're not gonna it's do that. way worse. No, no, no. God, you know, it's, you know it's, uh, the worst is black and no. My my thing. Hold on. That's yours. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I was, I wasn't done. Right. I would. I was gonna say cigarette mouth too, because I've kissed a girl with a cigarette mouth. That, that doesn't that shit, mean, that cigarette. Like really when I see, you. once I see you bust out that cigarette and I smell it, like if I smell it on you, just just regularly, I'm like ah. Honestly, a weed mouth ain't It's no not. That's what I'm saying. I, now, I could take disgusting. like I could take if you like. All right, once in a blue moon, you smoke weed. I'm, I'm fine. Like that, that doesn't bother me. Once in a while, right? You go to a, a party, everybody's smoking. Fine. 
right? I don't, and personally, I don't smoke, but um, if I see like your every day is just smoking, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a like, that's a like, you don't have to change for me, though. Like, by no means, I'm not telling that lady shouldn't smoke, yeah, you can smoke, do whatever, but I feel like this cuter way is to. Do weed, bro. Go eat an edible or some shit. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. Like there's like, cuter ways to do weed. Yeah, no, 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 that's the that's the name of this episode. I'm not gonna name it that. But, oh. That's the name of this episode. There's cuter ways to do weed. Do but you know, it, it's just like I don't know. Like I, you ever see like you ever seen that's someone hilarious. like like who smoke weed as much as like a a weed head? Like when I see a girl do it, I'm like, damn, you smoke weed like that? Like you can't function through the day without smoking weed. Well, that shit about to be legal in New York. You're gonna see a lot Yo, more motherfuckers. Everybody, to an extent, everybody. they all gonna get. They all gonna go to jail because it's legal to an extent. Nah, like, I think I don't mind cigarettes, but I can't stand black and mild, man. Oh God, that shit stinks. That black and mild smell just much. You can tolerate cigarettes, but can't tolerate. Nah, man, black a black and mild, and mild smell. It's just strong, no, man. It's, listen, man. Oh, y'all talking all this smoke shit. All these pretty girls out here smoking hookah. Hookah's different. It's not hookah, hookah, dude. Same hookah's shit. not cigarettes and not, um, shit. not um, Hold on, hold on. I, I got to get my problem with hookah, bro. I never smoke hookah. Before, I smoke right? I never shit. did. But one time, me and me and my wife, we went to a, a sports bar that had hookah, right? So I was like, oh, all right, cool. Let's order it. Bro, this show was like $70 or some shit like that, right? I was like... <laughs> What are we ordering? Yeah, yo, the yo, they added money. like flavoring and shit. And I was like, oh, can you, you could taste the flavor? They're like, yeah. I was, and I was like, oh, you can, like, what's the point of adding alcohol to this? Like, what is it? You could get drunk off of this? They're like, yeah, depending on how much you smoke. And I'm like, what? You vaporize alcohol? That's crazy. Like, I'm, I'm like, this is like, bro, I'm, I'm new to this shit. When this shit comes out, whole big thing, fucking people's clapping up like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess we got the right one. I, I don't know. My my wife is sitting there, right? She's hype as fuck to do this, and I'm like, "Why the fuck are you so hype to smoke hookah? Like, this is weird." Yo, she yo, light skin, super light skin, super light skin. <laughs> yo, I, I, I flamed skin, her. Light skin women and hookah yo, is I just. Flip, yo, let me tell you the way exactly happened. Right, I smoked that shit, <coughs> coughed. I don't know what the. I'm like, this is weird. Why am I tasting apple and fucking whatever liquor and the shit? This is weird. I don't like this. My wife, Snapchat in one hand, hookah shit in the other hand. Bro, we ordered wings and all that. She wasn't even eating. She was just recording and smoking and blowing the hookah. And I was like, "What? Do you smoke hookah?" She's like, "Nah, it's the first time." I don't believe you, son. Like, I, like, I don't know what. What is the? I see. I don't know. Even my older brother smokes hookah all the time, and I'm like, it doesn't do anything. So what the fuck? Y'all niggas are paying sixty, seventy dollars to hookah to act like nah, you I'm gonna tell you, What is? I don't. I don't get. I'll tell you what it is because I've dealt. I've dealt with a lot of Hispanic women. And that's what their favorite shit to go to is hookah. I don't. I, like I, I don't get it either, but I've tried it. That shit gets me lightheaded or whatever. It's just a sta- it's just a, a status symbol just to do. Just, it's just something to do while you're bored because you get no pleasure out of this shit. You know what's the funniest thing about it? It is. It's, it's like, like fucking ten cigarettes in one in your life. Wait, is there? Yeah, yeah bro. Really you're li- you're literally it's smoking tobacco. charcoal. Like it's, it's, it's a piece of charcoal that they char- have. It's on no, fire. No, the like, charcoal is making it hot. No, it's it's, it's actually tobacco. The real food. It's tobacco. It's tobacco. The the charcoal is just burning the tobacco, and no smoke and, and no smoke comes off the charcoal. It, 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 it's no, to see, make that's it why they cover make... the aluminum for you, and then Damn, they just Randy. they just pull it they pull it through. But it's it's tobacco, like it's Wait, like is smoking. it really tobacco? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just flavored. It's, fla- it's flavored. It's, it's flavored like smoking tobacco, a pack bro. of cigarettes at a time. No, that's the problem. Nobody knows it's, exactly what it is. You can go dude, to one who's flavored. No, it's tobacco. 
No, but they put they other would. stuff in it too. They can put whatever they want. You just like let me get a hookah. Nigga, Are you back there watching them put the shit together and seeing them taking the tobacco? There's a thing the they put they get um they buy like a package of different flavored uh tobacco. So so you see yes. them actually I'm, put it together and everything yes, like man, that. Yes, man, I told you I dealt, with, I dealt with nothing but Spanish. What the fuck up? What Shut are you up, talking God. about? I'm telling you. How are you gonna tell me what the fuck I see? So you, so, so you go what? to a restaurant where they order hookah and you go back no, no, no. there where they're putting the hookah right, so together and you me, see exactly what they're putting inside of there? No, no, let me That's what you're no, telling me, nigga? Wait, hold on. What he's trying to say, Randy, is that the primary base for But look, let me clarify. They might be adding some extra shit sometimes. No, but let me clarify something. But it's The tobacco. three times that I went to a hookah... Um, clarify that you're not I'll a just bitch because talking don't to you like you're a but bitch. I'm going to clarify. Sound good. Basically, the three... Three times I went to a hookah lounge, they actually bring the stuff to you and they make it in front of you. All right? That's what I've been. I've never had, they make the hookah in the back and they bring it to you. They usually bring it to your table and they prepare it in front of you. That's how, that's what, that's the spot yeah, I went they, to. They did, they did. So, egg on your face, motherfucker. Yeah, but you know, tech be going to places they in Far Rock. Pissing where they, they pissing they your fucking your hookah and shit. And be like, Here they you pissing go. your shit and they hand it to you like, yo, that's called Rainbow Bliss. There you go. No refunds oh, for the bump okay, ups. Oh. Wait, hold on. My, 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 I never said my turn off. You did? <laughs> I just you was agreeing with, with y'all niggas. Nah, I just agreed with y'all niggas on y'all shit. Except for yours, really, Angus. You don't you like girls uh, with guns? For me, it's you ever seen a girl? You ever seen a girl with a dirty? Come on, room? that's that's me, nigga. Come on. Like I know we're talking about personally, but like a, a what you consider filthy? Room? What you consider filthy? Because yeah, what do you consider like like clothes being thrown around? It's not nah, but some people, you know, some people think that's clothes filthy. being. Yes, it is. But what's filthy to, to a certain this? extent? Like I've seen girls that look like I've. Wa- I told you I walked into this girl's house and she's like, "You want some food?" And I of saw course. the kitchen. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I don't. Nah, yeah, yeah. no way. And then I I grabbed the pine saw so and I started cleaning up a living room. You was Benson myself. No, 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 no. I legit just I felt disgusted. My nigga, I started cleaning. I was improving. Like, look, I have to come over here and clean up. It's so fucking dirty. I can't yeah, even be here while this shit is filthy. You know how embarrassed I probably is, made her feel? The thing is, we were just friends. It wasn't like a fucking situation. We were just friends, and I was chilling, but it was just like, it was so disgusting. Like, I had to do something about it. I couldn't even sit in her living room. I was, and she just was, the, the nerve of her to just invite she, me over. Yeah, Some yeah, people, yeah. I, I can you? tell you right now, like, when my daughter was born, right, um, my, my wife was better right in for the first couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to invite my friends over. She's like, no, the fuck you're not. This house is dirty. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, you can just fix up the chairs and shit. Like, oh, you know, I'm a guy. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm not. I'm looking. I'm being oblivious. My wife, since my daughter's been born, I don't think a friend has ever came to my house. It's been like three years now. My wife be like, no. Like, it'd be little as shit. Like, I had my sneakers in front of the door. She was like, no, you can put those away. I'm like, put them where? She's like, put them out. Put them away. Like, we have like an outside area, but outside the door. And she, if they're not there, then the house is dirty. That's how she looks at shit. So, okay, I guess I can understand that. But anyway, um, I guess we're done with the starting question, sure, right? Every we're good. Everyone got their rocks. Yeah, off? we good, man. Well, we're good. it's time for me to go, man. <laughs> Yo, we got we, first topic is about everyone's favorite uncle, Black Pro Uncle, uh, Doctor Umar Johnson. What you gonna say, Israel? Please share share what you got. Share your thought. That, that is, you know, he's not my uncle. He's not everyone's son. Favorite. What are you t- listen? You don't yeah, have like you don't have an uncle. That's yeah, well, you don't that. have an uncle in your family that's like very pro black that tells you this X Y like like Omar Johnson. Son, I have, no. I have an uncle, man. No. You cannot. You no. cannot. If I told this nigga my life, my lifestyle, he would he'll tell my mom to disown me. Like it's crazy. But anyway, 
That, yeah, because all you fuck, because well, you, you already, white should already do that. All you fuck as white girls. It's because of the white. I, mean, women, I, I went to I went to all pretty much all white high school, man. What do you think I was gonna be introduced to? You notice he did not deny that he doesn't fuck black. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. He kept that. I did not say that. He didn't deny. I did not say that. He never, never he said, never said he, Kadeem, he never said he doesn't fuck black girls. He Whoa. said, I don't fuck niggas. <laughs> wow. But anyway, Dr. Uman Johnson was on The Breakfast Club this week, and he was asked a couple of questions. And a couple of questions that he uh, was asked, uh, what's his stance on uh, Biden? He wasn't. Well, well, he was talking about Biden, how Biden didn't do anything for the black community. He's more. He's taking care of more of the trans and the Asian community, more so the black. Even though the black people in his mind is the one that put him in office. Uh, he also talked about how. Yo, sorry, not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. This is the one time I'm gonna tell you, bro. Just read the fucking notes. Just, just read. I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna wing it. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Just honestly, honestly, God, just read it. Just, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't disrespect you. Not, not at all. I'm just saying, like. Read the notes. I'm, just read it. I'm, I'm, like, right. No bullshit. Like, I'm really not trying to be fucked up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, basically, he's... Nah, basically, he's uh, he doesn't believe in inter, um, interracial marriages or dating. Uh, he also thinks that marriage is more of a financial uh, arrangement than actual based on love. What do you think about what he's, his uh, interview on The Breakfast Club? And do you agree with him? Look, I, I I really want you to understand. I wasn't. I was telling you because the notes were very clear. That's so I was like, you could have just read it, and it would have been a lot easier. Because it looked like you were stumbling. I was like, yo, bro, just read the notes. It's, this time, this would have been the one time it would have been pretty, like, simple. Okay. Like, don't don't. I'm, I'm just because I'm confused on what you're asking me. If y'all seen, could you stop drinking liquor? Okay, this is getting awkward. Right, because um, he's just drinking liquor. He's just drinking liquor. Just looking off to the side. So let me just be, listen. Man, I already went through it. Kadeem, I already went through. We just read it, Kadeem. Dr. Umar Johnson had an an interview on The Breakfast Club. This interview touched on many topics. He spoke on his idea that Joe Biden had done things for the trans and Asian people, but has not completed any of the promises towards black people. He also spoke about why he believes that there should be no no interracial dating due to his idea that marriage is a financial agreement and the black people should focus on building together. Another major point of the conversation was was his thoughts on the shooting of Micaiah Bryant in uh, Ohio. He believes the, uh, the cops was wrong while DJ Envy sided with the officer because his dad was a uh, former retired cop. Wh- and the question for the topic is, what do we think? Uh, what do we think on his views of these topics? Gus, honest to God, I wasn't like this was one. I wasn't trying to make a joke. I was just saying, like, bro, it would probably be easier to just honestly just read it because it was just more more in depth. I'm not, t- I'm not taking it done. I'll start. Okay, I'm, not, I'm just saying that's why. That's I'll, all. I'll start. So generally, I don't like that man as like just a rule of thumb. Uh, just because I feel like a lot of his points where they can start out good are rooted in hatred, and I just can't get with it. Now, mind you, I may be wrong, and you guys may think otherwise. You may have listened to a lot more of his speeches or conversations. I, for one, just think that every time I'm like, oh, this is a good idea, and then it just goes like immediately into hatred. And I'm just not for a lot of that uh, separate, separative hatred talk. Uh this time, though, because I actually listened to the conversation, especially around the things that Joe Biden has signed and those executive orders that he signed immediately to support trans folks, which we agree with. I'm more than confident in speaking for my team here and saying that we agree that trans people 
should be protected, should have every affordable right that every other person should have without being uh, convict, without conviction and without having to worry about, you know, people coming down on them just for being who they are in their hearts. Completely agree with that. But at the same time, to see somebody, to see all the struggles that, again, our great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, grandparents, parents, and ourselves are still going through without any assistance and without anybody ever putting in anything into the play to pro- to protect Black lives. It is a kind of stressful thing to, to bear witness to. Same thing with Asians. He had mentioned Asians have had a more difficult time. You know, granted, he, he missed out a little bit because there was a war and we was wilding out on Japanese people for a long time. Uh, and Asians still aren't, they still are a minority here. They're not necessarily treated the best here either. But over the last year, we saw it jump up by huge percentages. We're talking about over a hundred, like a thousand percent increase in crimes against Asian, Asian Americans or Asians. And there's already been a, an executive order signed to protect that community. Whereas for hundreds of years, Black people have been saying and going through these things, and there's still nothing there. There There's nothing that has ever been created in an attempt to apply some type of safety to the lives of Black people. Bro, there's literally an Emmett Till, like, lynching lynching act that has not been voted on. But the Asian people immediately just, oh, boom, they get it right away. Like, they do deserve that. They deserve the level of protection, but what's up with us? Yeah. Yeah. And so in an instance like that, I would say that in a lot of a lot of what he's saying to or a few days ago, whenever that was uh, recorded, was accurate for me, and uh, it gave me a, a little bit. To, it gave me a lot to think about uh, in terms of even my own judgments against somebody like that, who I don't really agree with. But sometimes they do have valid information, and it's it's okay to take a second to get outside your own box, get outside your own norms and listen to somebody else speak a little bit. Yeah. Uh, as far as that young lady that died, I can't, I can't agree with Henry, nor do I like the idea that you have to be on a side of cops because you're related to one. Like that's just a stupid rule to follow. If you ask me like to be like, Oh, I think he did the right thing. Cause my father was a cop. Would your father have done that though? Like that's that's the question that you ask yourself. You don't you don't say that he's right because my dad did this. Your dad's a different person. You know your father. You know your father probably wanted to maneuver in that same exact way. But that but this other person is not your dad. The idea that you could say that you think that you would side with them just based solely on the fact that you have police officers in your family is the most ridiculous idea in the world. And that is honestly the ideas that a lot of uh, pro cop, uh, unfortunately, white folks tend to carry with them. They got cops in their families, and so they're so any cop that's do anything, oh, they they right no matter what. Because my dad, shut up, your dad can shut up too. Uh, but that's my point. Um, Tech, you go ahead. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna touch on the part of the conversation that you didn't really uh, touch on that much. Um, the whole interracial dating thing. Um, like I'm a firm believer where anybody should be able to love whoever they want to love. And I never had an issue or anything. Like when I see people, you know, a white guy dating an Asian girl or a black guy dating a white girl, like that, that's not my business, not my place. But when, the way he framed it, how, you know, 
yes, love is a big part of being in a relationship with somebody, but it is a financial agreement as well. For most people to be able to live comfortably in the United States, you have to have a, a two income household. And when you look at it, like if you have two successful people and they're both black and they're not actually coming together, they're not going to be like showing their kids and people around them what a successful black couple can look like because they may be going and finding somebody else. So like I said, I don't agree with, oh, black people should automatically just stay with black people forever. But when he framed it that way, I kind of just like, like Israel saying, like, it's crazy that, you know, you don't really agree with everything he says, but when he framed it that way, it, it made me think. I was kind of like, you know what? He kind of got a point. When you see all these, you know, super rich basketball players and stuff like that, they're not uplifting a black queen. They go out there and they find a white girl. And it's like, you can love whoever you want to love. But when, you, when you're in that position and everybody's watching you, you have a lot of little kids that are growing up and then they want to emulate the person that they see. And it's like, oh, my hero's dating a white girl. Maybe I should do the same thing. So it's, it's just it's just something to talk about. And um. What is said about, you know, Micaiah Bryan and everything like that? Absolutely true. Like, nobody is saying that the cop shouldn't have protected the other person. But to air this young woman out, shoot her four times, and the other girl was right next to her. Either he has to be the best shot ever, or he could have accidentally shot her too, and nobody's even talking about that. And Envy, you just need to chill. Like, all right, we get it. Your father's your hero and stuff like that. He's an amazing cop, but he's not the only fucking cop out there. And that doesn't mean that you have to side with every single cop. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, about I listened to the stuff. interview and I agree with half of what he said, but the other half, I just thought it was just a bunch of nonsense that he wanted to hear himself talk. I agree with him that Joe Biden hasn't done much for the community that elected him into the office, but also I feel like we shouldn't be dependent on him because that's what all politicians do. They come into your community, try to sell you a sto- try to sell you a story, and hopefully get your votes and not really come through for what they told you. So. That's to me, that's basic right there. I feel like we shouldn't depend on politicians. We should just, like he said in an interview, we should come together and try to do something for ourselves, our community. I disagree with him in the interracial thing because I feel like you can't help who you love, especially if you're around certain people. Like, yeah, we know you're going to, we know nah, you're going like, to be honest with, with you. To be, to be totally honest <laughs> with you. I, I've been, I've been in. Somebody tell you you got to date black girls? I've never like, said oh, no, no shit I'm like, like that. that. I mean, like, if I'm in an environment with nothing but white people or whatever the case may be, you might, and you around them constantly, like white women, whatever, you might build up poor, you might find the attraction, then shit happens. The same way if you went with uh, with black people, I don't, I'm not a racist. I don't care what color you are. As long as I vibe with you and you look good, in my opinion, and we could we can, you know, have a good com- um, communication, we good. I don't care. But the way he was talking about it is like, it sounded like pure hatred or something. He He made it perfectly clear at the end. That he would never, ever, 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 ever date a, a white snow bunny, in his words, a white snow bunnies. I mean, that's his cho- that's, that's his choice. choice but I'm I feel like I feel it. like you shouldn't condemn those who might want to step out of their own race. So I feel like that was he was wrong on that one. I don't think he, I don't think he was I don't think he was condemned. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I, I from what I took away from the interview, it felt like he was because Charlemagne was making jokes about it, and he was like he was basically putting emphasis like no, no, like hell no. Um, and plus, he had he did a lot of uh, Twitter videos saying the white coon chip in the black man is dating white guy. A whole bunch of stuff he's been doing. You could always Google it up, whatever. Um, for DJ Envy, I understand where DJ Envy is coming from because he's looking at his point of view. But I also agree with Dr. Umar when he pointed out certain things that would you have, if you was in this place, would you have done that? Would your dad have done that in that situation? Shoot, would have shot that young girl? Or would he, would he, would he have uh, 
restrained her in a more non non lethal way. And he Envy actually admitted that, yeah. So I can understand where Envy's coming from because Envy is coming from a point of his point of view, thinking about his own dad. Some people, when when they give an example, they, they give up their own example of their own personal experiences with their family members or whoever they with that they love that would not do that stuff. So I understand. But all in all, I feel like Dr. Moore in this interview he had he touched a lot on a lot of things and he dropped some gems. So um yeah. So um like what is that? I he he he'll make like an amazing point and then he'll he'll follow it up with a reach and I'm like, okay, this is when I don't want to continue listening to you and this is where it comes up with the memes. The I agree with what he's saying about Joe Biden to a point. Um, we all know Joe Biden manipulated the black vote, same way like how Hillary Clinton said, "Like, oh, I got hot sauce in my, in my, um, in my bag." Yeah. Fuck out of here, right? Like you're manipulating the black vote. Tr- Biden was smart. It's a it's a smart thing, right? Just like how Trump placated on "Make America Great Again" to get the racist white people. He came up with the if you want to be if you're voting for a president and you're black you have to vote for me. Honest to God, that's that's really what it comes down to. Because if you this this election was more was less of Democrats versus Republicans and more just like racist versus non racist. That's that's really what it came down to. So I I had no expectations that Biden is going to really do anything for black people. However, it is a fair point that. It's not even like you need because the the things that he did for the trans and the Asian community, there were executive orders that you know he didn't have to wait for Congress. He just pushed those shits right out. Just do it on his so, own. Yeah, I'm not saying. I mean, okay, you you're not going to make it an executive order to not kill black people. Obviously, that's that's stuff. You know, that's crazy. But you could do some type of executive order to do some sort of gun reform in the police. Uh, in the police uh, academies, you could do some type of training, something to build a better relationship between blacks and cops, or you can you could do something with the, the the wage gap, or like how to like something with gentrification, like how these people could buy out fucking areas, you know, where predominantly black people live, and then just raise the rent up four thousand dollars. Now, granted, I do believe, and some people may not agree with me, I believe like. Projects, Section Eight, those type of things should not be. Uh, I live here for the rest of my life. It should be like you live here temporarily to get yourself on your I feet. Agree. So you you live you live here for like a year while you get in job, you get a job and shit like that. And it's a rotating or a work thing. program. You know, like you keep ro- like a work program. Like you keep rotating out because what ends up happening and this is a fucked up thing to say, but I've always and I've always seen this as a kid. Why is it that when you walk in the white neighborhood, you have just like this sunny looking area? It just looks sunny and it's nice. And then you walk in the hood and it looks disheveled and it looks dirty and brown. And I feel like even on a 90 degree day in the summer, it doesn't feel as nice as going to some suburbs in another area. And I was like, we, we, we are, we destroy our own communities. Right. So, um, I, I think that those are things that Joe Biden can find some way to put some type of executive order. Right. Furthermore, we just came off of possibly the worst year in black, and 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 just like black heritage as a whole, like there were there were riots, there were like we're fighting for equality and this and a third. This is just as bad as it was in the sixties with the civil rights movement. So, you know, you can do something, even if it's something small. And 
I never agreed with Umar Johnson when he came at Barack Obama, but I, that's the one time I was like, okay. I used to always give drop like Obama can't do anything. He has a fucking Republican Senate and a Republican. Uh, he has a Republican Congress. Yep. Say it. Say couldn't it. Couldn't do anything. And like, say it. Biden ain't got. Biden that problem. don't got that problem, right? So, the, so that's that is <laughs> a true. Like, I always say, say Biden. Biden, you you got bro. You got fucking Georgia. Like, I don't care what everything they want to pass. All these shits to, to suppress voting. Right now, we have a dominant Democratic. Congress as a whole. So you can pass something. You can do something for the black community just like, and you could just twiddle some dollars in our face just to make us feel that you're doing something, right? Like, uh, I honestly, overall, like I've said, and I've said in past episodes, until black people become a monolith and we support our own cause, we're always going to be at the, the the detriment of white people. So we're always going to count, you know, count on them. So that's my thing with Umar Johnson with that Joe Biden talk. The interracial shit, he he lost me with that. I'm like, listen, love who you love. <laughs> he lost me. I'm like, I'm like, yo, love who you love. I I I get what you're saying, but this this that thing of you gotta be with your own race is a subdivision of racism. Who's it in the in the the 40s or 50s that 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 interracial couple that had to be on the run? Uh the love, the love, yeah, the love. love there we go, and they had to be on the run because it was a white and black person, and and the reason why they couldn't accept it was just because of it's a subdivision of racism. So for us to do that on the on just like you can't, you have to marry black. We're doing the same thing that these white people are. Shit, apartheid didn't get didn't stop being illegal like late, until like, yeah, what, recently, couple years, couple 90s, years ago, right? Like or the eighties, nineties, or some shit like that. I forgot. No, like if it it was recent, see, but see, but and that's and that's my point that I like I try to make like, um, those are the things where I think we really missed the mark, and I'm I'm all for black unity. I am I will support black people to a T. I I support all black cause. What the fuck? I'm the one of the motherfuckers dudes people. that support black businesses. I'm the one that come out of pocket buying <laughs> that anyway. Shit. Useless shit that I don't but, need. But but fashion over. Uh, but yeah, like that's a that's a thing where I can sit there and say like, we we got to be better than our oppressors. If we're gonna sit there and follow in the same trend that these white people follow, then we're no better. Now, to on the flip side, we as black men do say that black women are a. You know, we always say the joke like black women they they yell and scream and they annoy us, and the white women are submissive and they suck dick and all that. And it's so much easier to be with a white woman. Like you we said see, that, not me. Wow. <laughs> is that the, is that the rule? I'm supposed to be to be as real as blue? As white. Wow. We say like white women are very no. Like doesn't like, who's giving you? Nah, nah. Let's, let's, <laughs> we I don't see that. Let's, I don't see that. Let's give us like okay. We don't say suck dick, but we say that white women are freaky and submissive, and that black women are loud and obnoxious. We do say that. Gus on multiple episodes when you refer I've never to said no black woman. I said women. Woman. General. I don't make no. I don't. No. No. Whatever, no. Gus. I don't say no black woman. You're right. You're right. You don't. You don't. You're right. You're right. You don't fuck black what? Women, so that's why. <laughs> so like so that's right. that's so that's my that. Uh, we do have a problem where we don't uplift black women. We don't. Well, we don't black. We don't uplift them enough. But there's a flip side to that. The same people that uplift black women is the same. Like sometimes we go gung ho and we don't listen to what's going on. It's either you support black women and everything, or nothing at all. 
and it, and that's bad. That's detriment. That's 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 also bad and detriment to our culture. So, um, that's how I feel about that. And then the last thing, uh, or the second, the two last things, the Micaiah Bryant. I said this last week or the week before. You could. Everyone is scared of the the noise of a gun. You did not need to shoot a girl four times. You could shoot one bullet in the sky and everybody will scatter. Even the most gangster nigga that you could think of who been used to hearing gunshots is going to run when he hears a gun go off. So there's so many ways that you could have alleviate that. I think DJ Envy was a clown for that statement. And especially in this climate, chill out. Don't You shouldn't be saying certain things. Uh, so that's that. And then the last thing to get onto the marriage, I do believe marriage is a financial agreement. I, I you, you don't marry down. I, you don't. Like, my my wife, when we got married, her only goal was to make sure that, like, I had a good job. Like, I told my wife one time, like, years ago, I was like, yo, I should do this. You remember when Uber Eats, was it Uber Eats or whatever? It was like, you could make, like, $90,000 a year. And I was like, oh. You're going to be delivering. I should do that shit. Do that shit life, I was like, I should do that shit on the side. What you say? You're going to be delivering for seven days a week, fucking 20, no, no, 20 like, hours was, a day. But they said it, yo, that's how they was getting a lot of niggas. I really was how they was getting a lot of niggas. And I was like, oh, I could do this shit on the side. Like, my wife is a nurse, so she works overnight. This is before my daughter was born, obviously. So I was like, oh, when I'm I'm home at 7 p.m. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go do this Uber Eats shit. Let me make some bread or, or Uber, whatever it was. And my wife straight told me, no, I'm not married to someone. I'm not going to be married to someone that does Uber. And I was like, but... Why is that a problem? I'm making, I'm making extra bread. That's that's paying bills. And she was like, nah, that's not what you're... I, I married someone that's going to have a good working job. She, and her thing was like, what if you delivered your food, deliver food to one of my friends? What they going to think? And I was like, so? I deliver food? I'm like, yo, what up? Yo, yeah, I'm delivering food and I keep it pushing. So it definitely is a financial contract. Like, there is love in it, but... You you what Dr. Ward Johnson said was bad funny. He was like, you never hear in the the case in the, the the you know the litigation or whatever. Like, I gave him half my love or what half my love back. That's that's a true fucking statement. You'd be like, yo, I put time and money in this shit. I want my time and money back. So, um, I don't agree with everything he says, but I respected what he says. And the last thing, they need to hurry up and open this school. This nigga has been talking about this school for like two or three years. <laughs> This the, the Marcus Garvey uh what the fuck is the name this, of the school? So, so you could donate. He actually been don't he's been asking for donation. Nah, this motherfucker want people to work for him for free. This, nah. He's trying to talk about he's trying to pull the black card, but hey, we should all stick together and I'm looking for people, you know, to do construction on my, my school, electrician and plumbers, and I'll just supply the materials and can you do it for free? I'm like, nigga, niggas, motherfuckers need money. You can't just be telling motherfuckers to do it for free. I know this is this is completely off topic, but Kadeem had just said it, and it made me think of something that like really, really bothers me. Okay. There's a DoorDash commercial, and the nigga narrating says, "I I worked my way out of debt by doing DoorDash," and it makes me so angry because no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just what, what kind of debt were you in? Five dollars? Because no, you didn't. DoorDash. Yo, my my man does Uber. Like after he's a driver, and then after when he get off work, he does Uber. I ain't gonna lie, this nigga be like, yo, I just did Uber for like four hours, make like a calm four hundred dollars. So I was like, damn, you did that shit in four or five hours? He's like, Yeah. No, he showed me the Uber app and granted he he does like eighty two deliveries in that time frame. But that, that's that is a lot. lot. But I I'm like, okay, four hundred dollars, nigga. You multiply that by five, bro, that's two grand a week. Randy Randy does Uber. <laughs> he does it on a bike. Listen, man. Listen, I'm not going to down talk anybody doing something legal to be able to take care of themselves, man. The way that y'all making it seem like Uber and 
DoorDash is a lesser job and stuff like that. That's, I didn't wait, say it's wait, a lesser job. Wife, I, said my wife. I said that there's no way that this nigga got out of wait, debt. Wait, wait. I, I said my wife told me that. I didn't say I said that. Yeah, but it's, it's I'm not gonna say anything against what your wife said. I just I just think that you know if people are out here doing what they got to do to make an honest living, we shouldn't yeah, be definitely, knocking. Them. Definitely, she doesn't mock. She doesn't mock them. She just I. She doesn't want me. She was like, I I don't want you doing Uber. You think this nigga got out of debt by doing DoorDash? He must have got a great did. tip. Maybe he lived at home with his mother. Maybe you know. Maybe he had somebody taking care of his bills, and all he had to do was pay off his credit cards. It is what it, yo, he did what he did to get out of fucking debt. Look, I work in retail. A lot of people would clown me. Oh, you work in retail. I work in high-end retail, but it's still retail. And I just, I, people are getting money how they need to get it. And I just don't think it's cool to clown people on what they do. That's just my thing. And I just You're think, right. and I but think, this nigga definitely did not get out of debt. <laughs> I don't give a shit what nobody <laughs> say. And it's just, I'm not and, downplaying and, him. And Kadeem, you, if, if, Kadeem, you looked at ahead. it from a logical perspective. You saw. $90,000. I have a car. I can do this on my off time. That's a logical way of thinking. A lot of times people tend to think emotionally. I, you know, like your wife said, I don't want you going to deliver to my friend because that's an emotional thing. You're going to embarrass me. I, yo, I, I guess that's I just, you know. It, I thought I was like, that should be popping. Like, yo, I'm delivering to your no, girl, but bro. That, that actually, but, but, the one but, is that that might actually be an emotional decision to go for the $90,000. Because when you think about how much money you have to put into your own vehicle to ensure to make those trips from all around, you're actually spending way more money than you're making. That's one of the gift and curse of working Uber is using your own vehicle well, to do so. Using, but if you're if you're making ninety thousand dollars as additional money to the money that you're actually making, you can fucking buy a whole ninety thousand dollars is like somebody that's doing it full time. But you have to remember, even cab drivers don't use their own car. They 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 don't use their own car. You have to con- you have to be in control of all the maintenance of of that vehicle. Listen, you have I, to worry listen, about your insurance premiums. If I had a car and I had spare time, my ass would be doing Uber too. I, I like got, money. Sp- you got spare time, <laughs> and you can, you can go ahead and do Uber if you really wanted to. I, I'm, so, I'm not gonna be that Uber nah, walking I, up to I, niggas' I, house. <laughs> like, I, I will I will give you. I will Yo, give no, you let me tell you right. So you, that's the one thing. Like, my man's right. So he uses his own car, right? He uses it, but his car is good on gas, right? But let me tell you, anytime he has to deliver and it be some like in the projects type shit or some weird shit like that, that nigga's like, nah. He tell them niggas like, yo, come down, sis. But no, that's just being yeah, smart. And one nigga, yo, he gave his food to his girl, and the girl was mad or some shit like that. The nigga was like trying to fight him. He was like, you about to fight me over McDonald's, my nigga? He just dropped the food and walked away. Anyway, let's let's keep it going, y'all. Let's keep it going. That was a very weird veer off a topic. You see, because Umar Johnson and his reaching antics, we end up talking about the bullshit. <laughs> That's what I mean, bro. Listen to this nigga too much. That nigga got us all over the place. He tricked us. Now, now, we, hate white women. now we hate white women and, and second jobs. Look at us. Look black. It ain't are. black. I'm going to sell snow buddy slippers because of this nigga, bro. Oh, my God. Pink toes and white toes. That's what he said. Fucking weirdo. Uh, but onto something that's a you know it's still a little bit sentimental, but also it was an excellent celebration. Uh, DMX had a send off, an amazing send off, just a celebration of it, of his life. Uh, there was a lot that went on with it. They they it was at the Barclays Center. Uh, the processions had a monster truck because you know how rough riders do. They had the extreme vehicles out there, motorcycles, four wheelers. Uh, he had a 
beautiful red casket in the back of the monster truck, and it just rode up and down Flatbush or through Brooklyn in the celebration of his life. Uh, I have friends that actually live out near the Barclays Center, and they were showing videos from their window where they could see everything, and it was beautiful. Um, one of the standout speeches was from Swiss Beats, who had a conversation along the lines of making sure that you understood that the people that are really here for you and not just the people that are there for you when it's convenient for themselves. Uh, they also had speeches from pretty much every founding member of the Rough Riders. That included Eve, uh, the Locks, Jadakiss Styles, P. Sheik, uh, Drag On, which was a very important, very, very heartfelt conversation. And it was just, it, it was on Revolt TV, so there was an opportunity for anybody to watch it if they couldn't make it out there. But it was a definitely impassioned uh celebration of life, the home going. So do you think the question now is do you think uh the DMX had a send off that was deserving of somebody of his status? Or do you think we could even win even bigger Shit, and better? I thought he had to, he had to send off that he would agree with if he was alive to, you know, to see it. Uh it was very emotional for me because I, as y'all can tell, I am a DMX huge supporter. I'm a fan of his. I love his music. Um I thought it was a great send off to him and his family. Uh but but no, never mind, there's no buts, but well fuck it is a but. I wish that <laughs> I wish that <laughs> they can give him a, a send off in his own community. I don't know if they have or if you guys can probably tell me. I wish that they can give a send off like another send off to him in um in Yonkers, like a big ass celebration. He has a he has day, a day. He has a day in Yonkers. December eighteenth is That's actually yeah, that's actually in New York. All of New York. Is it just I New didn't York know that. Yeah. Well, it was the mayor. I don't know if they had a separate mayor for Yonkers, but whomever runs Yonkers is the one that did that tried to do it in Barclays. But but, so did, but are they going to have something in Yonkers like in his own his own area? All right, well, I Probably. thought it was I thought it was amazing, and I really love what um, Swiss Beats said, basically telling people stop giving fake love because you wasn't there from when this man was struggling, going through his depression, struggling with his abuse his uh, abuse uh, of the drugs, and. He, he pointed out, I think that everyone can benefit from that because that's like a basically a general statement that he made for basically for everyone. Don't give don't give me my flowers while I'm gone. Give me my flowers while I'm still here. And even though he was going through his stuff, I was still supporting his music. I love DMX. Um, he's very emotional and he's always from what I've seen and witnessed in the media and videos, he's he's a very caring person. And I thought to send off for him was amazing. And I hope that since we lost a legend, I feel like this should be said, but I feel like everyone should show love to the people that's here now than later, because I don't, I, when I die, I definitely don't want to hear you talking no sad story, tell me no boat, no stories at my funeral. I'd rather you celebrate me while I'm here alive and kicking, but I thought it was amazing. And we're going to have a white bitch party that. for people going to stop believing that shit that I don't like black women. So um, I, I definitely think that it was um, it was an amazing send off and he deserved to be be celebrated the way that he was. Uh, it should have been in a stadium like that. It would have been nice if it wasn't, you know, COVID and fans actually were able to be inside to actually celebrate as well. But they did as much as they could. Uh, the fact they had it on revolt and people could watch it and stuff like that and still partake in it, it was it was really beautiful. And um, the one thing that I do really, really agree on what Swizz was talking about. Yeah, the whole fake love stuff, that was definitely very important. But the one thing was about having a will, because it's really, really bad when you have people that weren't there for you in your life are now in charge of all your 
affairs when you're gone. You want to make sure that the right people, the people that were truly there for you, actually be able to, you know, be helped and be able to capitalize and be able to, you know, do well with anything that you leave. Because the worst thing in the world is to have a family fighting over stuff once you're gone. So I think regardless if you're, you know, a multimillionaire like DMX or you're a regular person like us, like don't wait till you think that you're going to be in your 60s and 70s and start talking about your will. Just because you start talking about a will doesn't mean that you're putting death on your door. But the one thing that's inevitable when you are born is that you're going to die. So you want to make sure that you have that stuff all set up. So take the time, you know, speak with a financial advisor, make a will and set stuff up right because you don't want to have that problem for your family once you're gone. But, you know, we love DMX. Prayers to him. DMX forever. Uh, yeah, so uh, definitely big ups to DMX. I think the send-off was perfect. I don't know how what more you could have done in that situation with COVID and everything. So um, I love that they did it on Flatbush Avenue, shut down Flatbush Avenue. To me, that's just that's what made it even bigger. Uh, to, to, to be funny, me and my man was driving, driving, and we was like, why the fuck is like downtown gridlock why can't you get anywhere we didn't know why and then i was just uh and it, it dawned on me i was like oh shit it's fucking dmx's um celebration of life and then you know we saw the traffic and everything we didn't get to see you know you couldn't get too close because traffic was just kind of messed up but uh amazing send-off I'm, I'm glad he uh he went out the way like i'm glad the celebration went the way it did uh so Cool. Um, and, and then just for the thing with the will, that is a serious thing because um, what people don't understand is that they don't. it doesn't matter how much they love you. When you die, the first thing they worry about is your money. That That is the first thing that's going to come to you, someone's mind. Love you or don't love you. They're going to ask you, like, what? how much money do I get? Where does the money go? Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's how people think. And that's kind of the kind of the, the, what's effed up about, um, I guess, being... Uh, I don't know what would you say, like being rich or just having money or just just being a human being. So uh, the way I kind of look at it there is just, you know, rest in peace to DMX. Hope his family and everything get everything straightened out. Um, definitely everybody should have a will. Let me ask, uh, can I ask a question? I'm not too sure. Like, um, I definitely believe in the will or whatever. But also, if you don't have anybody's, if you have money and no one's name is attached to it after you die, it just goes in limbo and the government ha- takes it? That's a question for you. No, it goes to no, it goes to next of kin. So it'll be so if you're married, it'll go to. What your if wife. you're not married? Um, if you're not married, it's gonna go next of kin. So it'll probably go to your. So to so your so if I, so if I have like say three hundred thousand, whatever, and I didn't sign anyone to my money or to my stocks or whatever I have, it will go to my next of kin. You'll go to your next of kin, so it'll be your children. Now, let's say, let's say, God forbid, obviously I'm going to say this, but God forbid, let's say you passed away today, your money, because you don't have any children that we don't know about, um, will go to, <laughs> it will go to your next, your next of kin will be your mom, okay. your mom and okay. dad. So, um, and they will be able to delegate how the money, they'll be in full control of the money at that point. So that's why you really want to make it, make a will, because uh, if you don't make a will, it, there's just legal parameters that you just have to deal with. What What about this? What about this? What if you have stuff that they don't know about? Like, say, example, my next of kin is my mom, and she doesn't know I have stocks or whatever the case may be. How would that get divvied up to to whoever? Say that. Say, again, say example that I have like stocks or whatever. My mom doesn't know I have stocks or whatever the case may be. How would she know? 
how would how would that money go to my mom if she doesn't know that I had that certain amount of money? So the, so it's gonna it's gonna take a while, but the stocks will still go to your mom. It'll take a while because because it's in, it's in an account. So some like your like a lawyer or someone would have to catch that you have an account that's making money. So if no one catches it, the money could just sit there in an account forever, and no one would ever know. But if someone actually catches, like, oh yeah, Gus has ten thousand dollars in socks that's been sitting there for years, it'll still go to the next right. kid. Your mom will be the only person that can make a play on the money. So um, just to be a personal thing, my wife's um, father passed away uh, two years ago, and when he passed away uh he uh he had money from a like a from like whatever whoever he had money from uh and my wife has a brother but from two two separate families and the money went to my wife because my wife was the firstborn so the, the firstborn and he was with he was with my wife's mother for how many x amount of years so she ended up being the next of kin being his daughter uh and then obviously my wife split the money between her and her family so um it, it there there are a lot of legal parameters that goes behind it it also depends on the state that you're in but there are parameters uh but that's why you should state a will specifically who you want to put in or out of all right, but, all right thanks man yeah um I was really happy that that tech brought it up and and Kadeem followed up with the will thing because I think that was a very, very important part of that conversation. Uh, along with everything else that he was saying, I I was caught off guard with how much passion some of the other members of uh, the Rough Rider crew had. I already knew what drag on meant to DMX and what they meant to each other, as far as really looking at each other as if they were brothers. Uh, and that love was there. Uh, still didn't know how deep it ran, but that but Dragon gave like a maybe a minute long speech, and it, you could tell. I mean, at one point he said, "I don't, I don't even exist without this man here," and that's just paying homage to what DMX did for him in his life and in his career. Uh, Jadakiss said the same thing uh, to an extent. He's like, we was on before DMX even got put on. And DMX still came and put us on. Because remember, Deluxe was on the bad boy before uh, before DMX really came out. And then when they all went to Rough Riders, he, had, he was putting different people, he was putting different members of the locks in his songs. Get At Me Dog got Sheik Luch in it. I don't even know if like everybody recognizes that. Then the chorus, when y'all niggas want to be killers, that's Sheik saying that. That, that was Sheik, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. When you when you hear it now, you're gonna hear it. Now that I said it, you're gonna hear Sheik Luke, Sheik's voice. So even those parts, it's like he he been putting people on for a minute, and it just for the people that were up there, it was great to see people that genuinely cared about that band speak their mind, and not just any old person coming out of nowhere talking their bullshit, and being exactly the type of people that that uh that Swiss piece was talking about showing up after the fact. You could tell that these people had genuine love in their heart for the man, no matter how little they might have spoken to him or how infrequently it might have been that they spoke, that love was there. So I really, really appreciated being able to view that part of it. But um, yeah, there's that. I could, I, I'll speak for everybody in here and say there was a whole year, Absolutely. year. For, the entirety of the, of, for the entirety of that program. No doubt, no doubt. So yeah, um, once again, rest in peace, DMX. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next topic. Um, 
It's about, you know, my favorite player, LeBron James. Um, one thing that I truly love about LeBron is that LeBron is always ready and willing to speak up whenever there's, you know, things happening and stuff like that in the black community. And um, he got himself in a little bit of a situation. So what basically happened is um, when Micaiah Bryant was actually shot and they finally released who the actual cop was, um, he put out a tweet with a picture of the officer. And the only quote that was in the, the actual tweet was, you're next. And most people, most logical people would think that, okay, LeBron put your next due to the fact that Derek Chauvin just got, yeah, he, he just got convicted and now you're going to be next to be held accountable for what you did. Most people on the left felt that way and they understood like, okay, that's what he's saying. But the right and the Republicans, they all took it as, oh my God, LeBron James just put this officer out there and threatened him and wants him to be killed which is the most asinine, stupid shit ever. But of course, you know, they are going to run with that because people hate the fact that LeBron James has a big platform and he actually uses it to speak up for people. He, he He's a voice for the voiceless. And people just want him to just be, you know, a person that plays sports. And that's all they want him to do. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that LeBron, he, he eventually took the tweet down, but, you know, the damage, I guess, was already done. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that he should have um, kept the tweet up and still keep speaking on things like that? Or do you think he should have caved? Absolutely. He should have kept it up. I get why he took it down. Because he still has to manage. Actually, he doesn't. Because he's got he's got enough money for him, his kids, his grandkids. Oh, yeah. That's, and he, even that's his great-grands after that. Generational so he didn't have to. He did it to appease people because some people might have taken it wrong. The whole time, until you started speaking on this, I legit was confused as to why people were upset at the at the tweet. Yeah, because you wouldn't because, even think of it in that stupid-ass context. The like, first thing that I thought is, he's just talking about accountability. He's like, you're next to be held accountable. He didn't say all those, he didn't say those extra words. But that's the way I took it. So until this very second, when you started describing what we were going to speak on, or did I go, oh, people thought that he was talking about killing the cop. And that shit is so ridiculous to me. <laughs> exactly. That is so ridiculous. This tweet is a couple of weeks, is what, a week old now? Maybe more? Yeah. And every time somebody talked about it, it's like, what the fuck are they talking? Like, I don't get it until just now. That just shows you how ignorant people just allow their thought processes to be that they they that's a reach that's a that's a white dr umar reach <laughs> if i if i ever see one that's dr omar uh but it, it's 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 insane and and again the idea that he can't sometimes he can't be just a person he has to be lebron james he has to be king james on display all the time it's it's probably a rough life for anybody to live. Uh, we can say that ourselves because honestly, our platforms aren't large enough to really cause any type of hysteria or conversation. We're trying to get to that point with the podcast, our social medias, whatever, and we think that we have very important things to say. But right now, we can get away with saying a lot of shit that we say. Why do you think we let Angus on the podcast? For real. Once we get to a certain level, Angus has got to go because we want sponsors <laughs> and shit. So Angus is Angus is out of here. Once we reach a certain amount of listeners, but on some, he should he should have kept that up, man. 
he could have he could have gave another tweet just explaining what he was saying for the people that needed that explanation and kept it right up because it, it's necessary. You you're next. Every we we should be looking to hold every single person accountable for the things that they do, especially when we're talking about cops killing innocent people, unarmed people. They don't always even got to be innocent, but the, the fact that they're unarmed is enough. Uh, definitely, I definitely think he should have kept think, it Gus? up. Like you said, he should have just ex- expound. Wow, he sh- <laughs> yo, he should have definitely kept the tweet up and expounded on what he meant because we all know that. The right is trying to. This is a, just a political game with the right. They're just trying to add fire to the fuel, and this is just a political game that they're trying to play. And I honestly felt that the tweet should have st- st- uh, stood up, and he should have expounded on it. And I really think that people are making a big deal out of a, out of a tweet when they know damn well what it meant. You telling me that these people from Fox News and all these media outlets that are siding with the police officers, they know what he meant. And they're just trying to twist his words because he, they know what he meant means to the, the public, especially to the black community, because they know the black community don't really have uh, someone of a larger platform to speak up for them, especially someone that is magnitude of LeBron James status. Because people like LeBron James, one thing I can say, and I totally, people call me a hater for LeBron, but I respect him because we have a lot of powerful, influential people in the in this industry that are black that won't even touch this type of stuff because they care about their brand and they don't want to destroy it. LeBron James is risking his brand, his name, just to speak up for the ones that can't speak. And I really respect him as that. Not on the basketball court, but you know, but I respect him as that because he's re- he's very passionate about what he say- says and he believes it. And like I said before, it's just a political game that they're just trying to twist his words. And I'm just kind of a little, a little bit disappointed that he took it down. He should have kept it up and then just explained a little bit more of what he meant, even though people knew what he meant. And I just feel like he should just – well, I'm going to touch on something else. Uh, O.J. Simpson, he basically uh, responded to what uh, – LeBron said, and he told OJ, basically, or LeBron, just to keep his mouth shut. Basically, keep his mouth shut and don't say nothing because this is a tricky game. I feel like he should shut the fuck up because he's he's a fucking dude that's killed someone, and we try to we try to get support him, and he end up shitting on the black community. But that's what I'm gonna say. Um, if you, <laughs> the reason why the, the right is doing this is. They had it, everyone realize that it's it's uh, popular to be black right now, right? So, um, if you ever see the bullshit tweets that some of these people put up, like, like I, I don't understand, then how can you misconstrue the words "you're you're next"? And then now you're saying you're trying to threaten uh, the police officer. Personally, where I really don't care about the situation is because the 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 so called right is only going to uh, they're going to find any way to to push their agenda. So obviously saying that, Oh, you're trying LeBron James is threatening to kill cops. That's just going to incite more racist white people to be more on the side of Republicans and X, Y, and Z. So LeBron James should have kept, he, I believe he should have kept the post up. Um, I'm, something had to happen for him not to, to not have it pulled to for him to pull it down. But, um, yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck those racist white people. I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> like, and, and Kadeem, let's be real. The internet is forever. Like they screenshotted it and everything. So him taking it That's down, absolutely. it like literally 
does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. It's like people who take down posts from like 20, 50, 20 years ago, like five, 10 years ago. I'm like, what's the point of taking it down? It's seen forever. It's like just, I, I don't even, to me, LeBron doing that, I'm like, LeBron, there's really no reason for you to do this. Because um, you're, cause you're going to keep posting shit within this, the same level of, you know, the same level of, of work. So if some shit happened again, you're going to post up a status saying you're next again or some shit like that. So. I don't know. I, I don't know if LeBron is trying to placate to like NBA fans or NBA owners or something like that. But um, I like as I say all the time, fuck racist white people. I don't give a fuck. You're next. Take it however you want to take it. I'm <laughs> doing it. Like, I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, of Kadeem, you gotta play the you gotta play the, gold, the, the Goldberg Vegas. theme music behind you when you say that. <laughs> what you said, the views that the views. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna fuck that. I'm not gonna say that. I agree. Fuck it. Mm. Sig said the views of the podcast and that do not uh, <laughs> that include Angus? represent Angus. <laughs> Yo, Angus. I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I'm a. I, I said it. La- I said it. La- was it last week? I said it. Where I'm like, I'm not gonna let a white man put me down, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you racist niggas. Oh, he's talking about killing the cops. Nah, I ain't talking about that. Sure, that's what you want to. If, <laughs> if that's what makes you go to bed good at night, ah, well. you, you think he's gonna risk his career by saying he's gonna kill a these cop? People, what the that, that's exactly. no listen, they, these people really think that LeBron James is gonna go all the way over there to kill the cop. No, like, no, no. You know what the problem is? is? You know what the problem is? LeBron has a lifetime contract with Nike, and he is a self-made, almost basically a billionaire. He's worth a billion now, and he can post. He could post all this shit up, and all you racist white people gotta watch that motherfucker on TV. And how, you know, like you know what? Let me tell you, right? <laughs> kind of same subject. Do you know what? What? Why I felt so fucking good for the Lakers to win the playoffs last year? Because LeBron started the bubble, he started that. He he didn't start it, but he promoted, you know, wearing the shirts and everybody kneeling and everyone following behind him. And he let everyone know that the NBA is going to continue with the bubble. And everybody who wished on his downfall and the motherfucker won the whole shit. So I'm gonna look at it like I said, like I said a few seconds ago. Fuck you, people on the right. I don't give a fuck how you take it. You kill us, black people. You wipe that white cop is next. Take it how you want to take that shit, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there. And anyone who's who's who feels some type of way or think that's dangerous rhetoric, you don't. You don't think the shit that y'all say is dangerous rhetoric. You don't think telling people to storm the fucking capital is not fucking dangerous rhetoric that started that 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 led to the that led to probably the most egregious act in American history. But you care that LeBron says a police officer who shot a cop shot a little girl four times. And said that, and said that you're next. That's what you care about when you, you you're mm-hmm. the same people who follow the Duck mm-hmm. Dynasty and the KKK. Oh but damn, that's damn. what you want to talk about. Man, look, let me, yo, sorry, I'm gonna let you say what you want to say, Randy. But I'm gonna say this very clear. And I'm gonna say something very vulgar. You racist white people who follow that, y'all can suck the dirtiest dick on this fucking planet. I don't give a fuck about none of you niggas. Take it how you want it. I'm with LeBron. You're next. Take it how you want it. I don't give a fuck. Like I, I, I anyone who feels some type of way about that, hit me up. Cause I'll say it to your face too. You're next. Fuck out of here. I'm done. I don't got nothing to say after that. Wow. So uh, I'm gonna close the topic out. Um, I think that it's it's fucking crazy. Um, we should be thankful that somebody at the stature of LeBron James is willing to put his reputation on the line to stand up for people that can't do anything for themselves. Anybody that kind of misread or misconstrued what he was actually saying when he made that post, you're a fucking moron. I think LeBron should have stood his ground and just kept the post up. It is what it is. But, you know, I can't tell a billionaire what to do with his own platform. 
I hope that he continues to keep speaking and doesn't let these people bully him into not wanting to say anything because we need to be able to see that. We need to see the people that, you know, a lot of people look up to actually standing up and using their platform to help others. So, um, yeah. Is it a year or not? Do you think he, is it a year that he should have kept it's it a up? a year for me. A year. Oh, year. year. Do, you, do you want me to repeat what I just said? No, 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 no. We, 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 people we, we in the world can <laughs> suck the dirtiest dick in the world. You are next. Take it how you want it. Okay. Get in. Go ahead with that next topic, brother. So, the dirtiest the, dick, bro. Like the dick that'll give you a bum bump on your hand, bro. Like that's what I want. But anyway, um, not not the, the bum bump bum dick. <laughs> Bro, to this day, that shit still makes me cry. Not the Randy the special. Bump bump. The Randy, that's crazy. Um, so get into the next. <laughs> get into the next topic here. I'm sure everyone's seen the video of the man named Caleb. He works at uh he works at a Holiday Inn. Uh, one of the, one of the guests was recording him because he was you know something with the the. Uh, he was recording him, uh, and he had a, a nervous breakdown. The guy obviously recorded him, shared the video. Uh, if you look at the video, it looks as though the black man was complaining about a mistake that the hotel made. The worker then proceeds to hit himself in the face multiple times, then bangs his head through the, through the computer. He go. He follows up by walking off. He made a few statements saying, like, do what you want, something along those lines, and then cried in a corner. Now, you know, the guy in the corner was like, you know, look at this. This this is, you know, this is crazy. What the hell are you doing? To, <laughs> this is why I say the, the, the racist whites, I'm going to say fuck y'all, right? Because to follow it up, a motherfucker made a GoFundMe that was supposed to be for five grand because, what, what was it? Because he was having a bad day. What is that right it's now? It's now reached, it's reached over $110,000. Listen to my problem. Listen to my problem. This is what I mean. What I'm gonna, I'm sorry, yo. You racist. Well, oh, Kadeem going in. Kadeem going in. This episode. You know he's going in because this, <laughs> this is the shit that makes me boil, bro. Let me let me let me tell you why this makes me boil. A little girl was shot four times by a police officer. Don't even matter what happened. She was about to stab somebody. There was a victim. Let's say the little girl was she was gonna attack someone with a knife. Let's go by mental trauma, right? So the girl that was about to be stabbed, right? Let's just 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 to play an angle here. She now has to deal with the mental trauma of almost being stabbed and watching another person in front of her get stabbed, get shot four times. Anybody who jumps somebody and fights somebody, they're not thinking that the person's gonna die. They just want to fuck you up, right? So now that little girl now has to deal with the fact that she her actions led to the death of somebody else. Her jumping someone ultimately led to that the death. Did anybody make a GoFundMe for this little girl to say the mental trauma that she dealt with? No. Did anybody make a a, a, a a fucking GoFundMe for the mental trauma that the mom who just lost her four her her sixteen year old sixteen year old fifteen or sixteen year old daughter after getting shot four times? No. You know what the white people are gonna say? Oh, she 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 was uh she was a bad egg, right? She 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 had problems. Cool. Dante Wright got pulled over for an air freshener in a screen. He has a child. Did anybody make a GoFundMe for Dante's right kid who now has to grow up? He it's, it's well, how old is his son? Well, his daughter's son, like two years old? Two, two years old. Two. I have my daughter is two and a half years old. I know for a fact my daughter cannot live this world without parents that can afford and pay for things. 
No one's made a GoFundMe for this family for the fact that we all know this is an egregious act led to the death of it doesn't matter what happens, this person died. Right? Cool. We gonna let's let's put that to the side. Let's 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 take the the bad eggs out of it. Lieutenant fucking Nazario was pulled the fuck over by two fucking cops. Terrorized. Terrorized, terrorized. pepper sprayed, pepper sprayed, and then brought to the floor. This fucking man serves the fucking country. Serves that same, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm going to say this, that stupid fucking flag, that piece of fucking cloth that everybody want to fucking throw up in the world to be an American. Serves that flag that you all raised proud and go to hell, go hell bent over when someone needs for the flag. He serves your fucking country. He's the reason why this country is, you know, this country, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're free to, to enjoy our freedoms. Did anybody make a GoFundMe for him? No. But I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a customer, and I'm mad that you fucked up something with my order. He was having a bad day because he punched himself a bunch of times in the face and punched himself through the computer. Let's just give this motherfucker $110,000 fucking dollars. That's what we want to fucking do? Let me keep it a stack, right? Let, let me tell you how this podcast goes. Typically... We have a topic, you introduce it, and the whole team goes. I'm speaking for the team right now, right? Because this is my fucking problem with these... Fu- <laughs> this is my problem. Go, brother. Go, Anything brother. Go ahead, brother. Everything Keep I've going. ever said, this is what I mean by I don't let... Like, y'all could take it as I'm being aggressive. You want to say what the fuck you want. But this is what I mean by I will never let a white man think he's better than me. Because this is the bullshit that we have to deal with. He was having a bad time. I, yo, when you read more to the story, I think they said that the, the, the guy who was recording was kicked out the, the kicked out the, the hotel for, for like disturbing the peace and shit. So I don't know the full I don't know the full I, the, the full details of what happened, but the company did something because we all know we all work retail at one point in time in our life. If the customer is wrong, we gonna stand high and let that customer know they're wrong. We're not gonna give in and punch ourselves in the head because the customer's wrong. I, what, what, I think when you read the thing, it says like he's. Bipolar and schizo, schizo, whatever the fuck you want to tell me. What the fuck Fine. are you lying for? No, 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 no. You should have the, you should have the work. And don't get no, and no. this is what, and don't misconstrue this. No, no, don't, don't misconstrue this. He has some type of mental problem that needs to be handled. It don't cost one hundred and ten fucking thousand dollars for me to, to to make his life better. And the fact that white people will jump to their Fucking like they'll jump to the world to give people like this money. They'll give money to a GoFundMe. I'm sorry, right? That bitch that we talked about who got the PPP loan, she about to go to jail and got three kids. Why nobody donate to that? She got three kids. This shit is stupid. This shit is stupid. The Holiday Inn is a multi-million billion dollar fucking industry. If he if you need to deal with him because he's having a bad fucking day, then you go donate the money to him and make sure he has all this money. This is this is like I don't want to say this is blatant racism, but this is the shit that I can't stand. Now to flip the switch, this is the problem with us black people. You see how monolithic these stupid white people are. You see how they drop some shit like this, and this is what the fuck happens. And I don't mean all white people are stupid, but I mean I'm just saying this is the shit that I'm talking about. They'll make they'll do some dumb shit like this and say he was having a bad day, and then give him a GoFundMe and everybody want to throw him money. See a homeless man sitting on see a homeless black man sitting on the fucking street and say, Could you give me a dollar so I could buy a bottle of water? You'll walk right past the motherfucker like he like he got a disease or something. 
That's my fucking problem with people. And this is why I don't count on white people. I don't look at white people as a savior. I'm not going to count on Joe Biden doing anything with me. I'm not going to look at that. Shit like this annoys the fuck out of me. Because I'm like, what do you mean $110,000 because they had a bad day? For what? Because you had a bad day because of, uh, your company fucked up? I feel bad for you. I understand. You have some type of mental disability. I, I, can, I can understand that. But I can't understand the nigga that made the fucking GoFundMe. Yo, I, I even clicked on the GoFundMe when it was first made. And I, when you see the creator, you see that he donated like $500 like, multiple times. I'm like, do you give that same $500 to homeless people on the street? Do you... Do you if a man came up to you and said, listen, me and my daughter struggling on the street, would you bust out $500 to give it to them? No. But a white man on video, and it's clearly, and it sounds, and it sounds, and I'm speculating, that the person that's recording is a black man from the voice, from the voice. It sounds like you're, you're, you're triggered to do this to say the person had a back day. So as I said before in the last segment, all you racist white people can suck the dirtiest dick on this planet. I don't fuck with stupid shit like this. This is stupid. I don't understand. You you don't even have to agree with me, but we are we're you're utilizing something like GoFundMe to to literally stroke racism, and that's my problem because you won't you don't see this, right? To to make a GoFundMe, and it doesn't require a black person to do it. But if you have the funds to see that, listen, this person just lost their life. Did anybody go to to George Floyd's family and said we should make a GoFundMe to a man who just lost to a man that just lost their life on camera to a cop on camera? This was like like that's even the the, the worst of it. Like this is the shit that that bothers me. <sighs> I'm done talking. Well, you guys can speak. I, I I'm gonna mute my I, mic and let y'all so finish. Anyway, let's go straight to urine. Y'all can urine all at one. Like I'm gonna say it again. Like I say all the time. Fuck racist white people. Y'all can suck the dirtiest dick on this planet. So ain't no urine not that's coming out of me. Well, I think this is a prime example. I think no, this is a prime example that, of privilege because I'm gonna put myself in that position. If I'm in a if I'm in a uh, a Holiday Inn and you messed up on my reservation and you start hitting yourself on the computer or doing some crazy shit. I will pull my phone out to record you because especially as a black man and you're a white guy, you could you could tell the cops any type of story and say that I attacked you. I know how this goes. So I'm going to protect myself so I don't fault the man for recording. The fact is that what gets me so pissed off is that this is why I call it privilege. Do you know how many memes I've seen on a daily basis of people making fun of other people, mental dis- disorders, uh, making fun of them over making videos of people doing stupid things or saying dumb things or whatever the case may be. And people laugh. No one took the time out to, to care for that person. Like, why are you posting that video? But this guy is at his workplace and he's the one that's doing wild stuff. Granted, he may have a mental issue, but still it doesn't require, it doesn't require him to have a GoFundMe. He had a bad day at work. We all have bad days at work. Everyone may suffer from some type of mental disease or whatever, but it doesn't it doesn't matter that you are now claiming to be a victim when you're the one that basically is destroying your company's stuff because you you got upset. And people are taking the time out to comfort this guy and uh freaking get upset with the guy that's recording, calling him a scumbag and all types of stuff. I'm like no, he's not. He's doing the right thing by protecting himself. Because if you were in that position and you see someone beating their head on a computer, you're going to be freaked out and you're going to start recording because you want to make sure you protect yourself. And I just get so mad with the hypocrites out there. The same ones that are posting, oh, making, get, going, donating money for this guy's GoFundMe are the ones that are probably putting happy faces on 
freaking smiley faces on people's pages of people getting laughed at, beat up in the street for no reason. A, 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 a person probably uh, crying in the street over something that probably happened. And we giving this guy a pass? Hell no. He had a bad day at work and that's it. That's how I take it as. I feel bad for him. But I also say that, listen, if you're in an establishment and you work for a, 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 a hotel and you know you're going to be dealing with people and their emotions, that's the wrong job for you. Because that's why I'm saying, like, why why would you put a person that you know? I'm pretty sure this guy probably had a, a couple mental breakdowns because if this is if he has a mental illness, I'm sure he had another me- uh, mental breakdown. Why would you put this guy in, in in the front desk knowing damn well customers are fickle? They can always go nuts at any moment. And you're going to put this, this guy there to know that he's going to wild out and go crazy? This is bullshit. This is privilege right here all again. I... I just think this is fucking stupid for people to, to gather around to give this guy money when damn well we all have bad days at work. And y'all gonna freaking crucify the guy that recorded? Fuck you. Fuck all you. Because you would do the same thing as a black person knowing damn what's, what's going on in this world today in America that we getting shot for the stupidest reason. I'm gonna pull my phone out. If I see somebody do something stupid and I'm a black man, you white, I'm recording because I want to protect myself because nowadays you need video to protect yourself because... No one's gonna believe you now. Believe you without any type of tape, bro. Whoever's next. So let me. Sorry, just gotta. I, I had to unmute my mic real quick. He was having a bad day, and he, they they brought up the fact that he has um, you know, he has mental disorders. The same people that when you read comments and all that shit, that feel sorry for him, are the same people who use words like retarded. They still refer to women as bitches. They still say the same thing that the trigger terms that we're trying to stop. We don't want to call someone who's slow or something like that, retarded or something like, or who has any type of mental issues, call them using the word like crazy. That's my issue. These are also the same people who probably put, didn't Derek Chauvin didn't they have a GoFundMe for his his bail or something like that, or did some people donate money yeah, to post? I believe his the bail? cops. I think like well, a some, million dollars, something like that. Yeah. And that and that's the shit. On camera, you watch someone get killed, and you donated for him to be back on the street. On camera, those are the problems I have with shit like using a GoFundMe because he had a bad day, and the fact that he can get up to a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Do people understand what a hundred ten thousand dollars in a week? In four days, is more than what man. People will make in four he's days. Making money with an NBA player making money in four days. Yo, he's making more money than people will see in a lifetime. There are people in fucking poverty. You wouldn't give your money to, to to support someone who really needs help. But because there's a video of someone punching themselves in the face, oh, I'll donate $10. But a homeless person on the street asks you for a dollar, you're going to look at them crazy. You see a homeless black man walking down the street, you're going to call the cops because they shouldn't be in the neighborhood. That's my problem. You you rather you would rather, if, if it's something directly that directly affects you, you won't. You won't go above and beyond to give the help that's needed, but then some shit that's on Twitter or something like that. Oh, it's a gun for GoFundMe. This person needs help. I'm gonna donate money. Yeah, I'm good. I'm sorry. Now I'm, now I'm officially done. I got nothing else to say on this topic. Is what you got to say, man? I think it's a lot. And one other thing. No, I'm done. I'm done. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, I have a bad day at work, like every day. Uh, but I also don't have any type of uh, mental issues that would ever cause me to have a breakdown like that. 
I can see both sides as far as recording. I don't agree with recording anybody that's going through something. Like, I hate seeing people in the hood recording people yeah. doing a junkie lane because you don't know who parent that is. And you don't know, like, who you put on blast where it could really be damaging to other people. But we we live in such a society where it's more often not funny and popular to do so, so we do so. So I can see where that side. I also think Angus made a valid point in saying that it is an opportunity to protect yourself. Um, but then again, why'd you post it? That's where you lose the protection because it wasn't like somebody was suing you for anything he did. So posting it made no sense. Uh, I think it's hilarious that somebody made a, a GoFundMe. I think it's even more hilarious that it has over $110,000. I would never give money to it, but I feel that same way about the chick in uh, Tennessee with the PPP loan. Would never give her money. Uh, not my responsibility to get to make people feel, all the people in the world feel better. Uh, my responsibilities live in my house <laughs> and that, and that's who I take care of. And that's all I got to do. Um, you know, I do hope that he does get the help that he needs if he actually needs it, because we don't even know if it's accurate that he's bipolar. Like who, who gave the mental, who gave that <laughs> diagnosis? Uh, who, who did that? The, the, the viewers, the viewers, Yeah, who, who diagnosed him? Like who got this information to just all of a sudden air out that he's bipolar? Uh, so, you know, if he is, then let him, hopefully he gets the help that he deserves. Um, but realistically, this is really one of those things where I like, I could care less. They both wrong. They both stupid people that I do think that is awkward. And I think Kadeem was bringing up some amazing points, especially in terms of, uh, how we manage and take care of people that have gone through traumatic experiences. Cause it seemed like whomever made this jumped on it immediately. You know, this person needs help now. But in situations like uh, Dante Wright, he got, he's leaving behind a child. When you look at the the woman, what was her name, Micaiah Brown, was it? Micaiah Brown. The girl Micaiah, that got shot? Micaiah Bryant. Micaiah Bryant. When you look at a situation like that, that her mother has to now plan for and pay for a funeral. Funerals are very expensive. You're talking a couple thousand dollars. In those type of situations, no one's jumping up. But that's our responsibility too, right? We talk about justice and we talk about reform. We talk about how much we want others to do for us when we go through these things. Why aren't we being the first one to set that bar? We witness witness it even if it's on the back end of what's happening. We have those same opportunities to reach out and help out in any way that we can. And we don't take those opportunities. That's on us. Granted, we shouldn't have to, but at the same time, the opportunity is there. Anybody can make a GoFundMe for anybody and for anything. In those situations, I, and you know, I'm not blaming anybody here, but Kadeem brought up an excellent point just by thinking about it. Why aren't we doing that? And not necessarily us, but I mean, like <laughs> black people. Everyone's showing up to the rally. Why is nobody? Why, why is nobody go? Yo, we should get together, people, to to help donate. It's ingrained in us, bro. To help take it's, care of this family. After us, man. We, we always envy each other, and we don't want to help. We don't want to. We don't want to motivate each other, man. That's what sucks. It's like if I if I get a, if I get a cool job, and I know that we iron, should think. If is I get a cool job, I know you I know you need a job. I want to put my brother on, but we don't think like that. We always want to outdo each other, and that sucks. Yeah. It is. It is something to, to take note of, though, because. At the same time that we're waiting for everybody, 
for the country to do right by us, there's an opportunity for us to just take the reins and, and some of these things. And maybe, maybe looking forward, we can, if it's not us to be the ones to start it, we can start GoFundMe's for, for people that's going through things and just get the ball rolling. But it, we can start a new talking bullshit and donate the not money. Not even right a GoFundMe. Like, if you know someone is suffering for something and you, you have the ability and contacts, try to look up some, some type of spots for them they can get their help that they need, like clinics or free therapy and stuff like that. That's the same thing as a GoFundMe, in my opinion, because you're seeking help. I don't think that money mm-hmm. necessarily is the is the is a, is a savior. I feel like being there for someone, hearing them talk, and vent to you, and try to help them out by doing the littlest things. Because most people think money can solve shit. Like who to say this? Guy- I'm sorry, I don't agree with who? that. I don't agree with that. You don't statement. agree with what? I don't agree that we we should give them resources. And let me tell you why. White people feel that I can give you all the money in the world so you can pay for whatever help you need. We given we say like we can give you the resources is the same thing. Of um of how like black people is always expected to forgive for all the bullshit that happens in the world. We're the only race that always says like we train to to forgive and move on. So if white people say that we can give this person one hundred and ten thousand dollars, we need to give that same energy to our own people. That's the only like, the issue with us is that we are not a monolith. If we're never if we're never going to be a monolith, we're that we're always going to be un, we're going to hit that perpetual ceiling that white people are going to always be able to walk over every single day. And until we break through that ceiling, where we need to do what the white people are doing. And when I say what the white people are doing, I don't mean follow them, but if they together are bringing their people up and they they they're training like okay, that's the kind of sidebar. You, they train the lowest white man to believe he's better than the highest black man. We don't do that with our own people. We train our black people to, to say, oh, you're trying to live like the Joneses. You're trying to be like the Brady Bunch. Why do we Why do we adhere to those type of families? How often do you ever say, like, oh, you're trying to live like the Cosbys or the Jeffersons? You never hear shit like that. You never hear those type of statements. But you say you want to live like the Joneses. You want to be like the Brady Bunch. You want to live like that white family. If you talk too proper, and I know I've even said it to people too, like, why are you talking white? Why are you dressing white? Because what we do is that we judge ourselves against white counterparts as if being white is where it needs to be. That's our problem. So instead of saying, like, we don't need to give you money, we can give you resources. No. We need to give you everything that we possibly can. Don't give it a don't give don't give it a choice. If we can all donate ten dollars, we we as black people, what what is the, the, our market capital like three trillion dollars or some yeah, shit like right, that? Yeah. If we have that money, we can support our own cause. We can support our own people. We can we can give that money. We can donate. We can with, don't say oh well, I could give you resources because all that means is that oh yeah I'm just keeping all the money to myself. No, and I'll just give you the resources to get better. No, but it but, is. But it, think, it think about is it. That. If you same. give someone money, sometimes money I can, you give so, someone so, money. So wait, so you think that money. You, so let me say, right? Wait, wait, so let me ask you a question. Sorry, not to cut you off. The giving the resources is free, right? It can be free. It's free Sometimes right? it can be free. No, no, no. If I'm giving the resources free, so why can't I give you ten dollars worth of resources? So let me ask you why so let me ask you a question. Because the same would you give a would you give a drug dealer money? I mean, if you know someone is an addict, would you give a would you give an addict money? Or would you try to get them resources? I will give them money to help them get better. How would you know they take that money? How would you know they take that money? How do you know that this man that because got one hundred and ten thousand dollars is going to take but this I'm not money talking to be about better? That, but I'm just I'm counting your argument. But that's what I'm talking about. You see, you see what you're doing. You're countering the argument to defend your 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 point. I'm talking about black people as a as a whole. You're saying that oh, we don't even need to give you money. We can give you resources. That's cool. But why can't I give you the resources and the money? 
Why is it a if? Why is it a and or a, a if? But not or everybody or? has the 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 funds. Some people might not have. To, you may ten hours. Ten hours. Ten hours seem like little to me. All of us. But that could be something else. You right. Something else to somebody else. But I can give you a penny. But I can give you a penny because the whole point is that if I could give you a penny and that's all that I got, but this penny that I'm giving to you is because I want you to do better. You can do that. That's the that's the definition of donating. Isn't you're not supposed to donate because you still have money. You're donating what you have so someone can do better. That's why people, that's why in church, they tell you, like, give offerings to God to help better the church. And people give their last dollar to do it. We have people in the hood that line up every fucking Wednesday and Saturday and spend $100 to $200 on fucking, um, on fucking lotto tickets. And we make the person who wins richer and we're just putting money to Yo, them. That's the I, I get it, but we got to let Tech talk because he's falling asleep over there, man. Wake your ass up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling asleep. Um, uh, this is it's frustrating to me. It's really frustrating. Um, if they want to give that guy money, fine. Whatever. They can do whatever they want. That's their money. But the thing that pisses me off is the outrage of the video being shared. Like, every couple of weeks, we see videos of black people murdered in the street. And they don't bat an eye. They don't say anything. But this fucking guy gets upset because somebody's telling him to do his job and decides to attack himself. And that's what y'all mad about? Y'all not mad about Dante Wright getting shot by a cop in that video? Like, his family has to know that the whole world watched him die. George, George Floyd's family has to know that the whole world watched their loved one die. And y'all don't care about that. But y'all care about this fucking idiot that decided to abuse himself because somebody asked him a question when he was doing his job. That's the thing that y'all mad about. That's, that's what really, that shows me that there's tr- truly two different Americas. Cause I guarantee I can say this. I will put up everything that I own. If Caleb was a black man, they would be no fucking be laugh- This wouldn't have made a blip. This wouldn't have made a blip. Nobody would have If it, it, The exact same situation. Just let that guy have been black. People would have been like, oh, my God, what's wrong with him? He's crazy. You know what would have probably happened? The person filming probably would have called the cops. And now we got to worry about Caleb getting shot because he attacked himself. And, you know, police are scared of everything when it comes to black people. Yeah. So that's what bothers me about yeah, you this. Know what Fuck all the money and shit like that's that. That's what a Fuck all resources. That. That's what would have Fuck Fuck all the money. They can do whatever they want with their GoFundMe. Y'all niggas are stupid. Y'all want to give him money? Like, money's going to fix the issue. It's whatever. My biggest problem is, what the fuck are y'all all mad about? Mad at this man talking about, oh, he shouldn't have filmed it. He shouldn't have put it out. But y'all could watch videos of black people getting murdered in the streets and don't say nothing about that. That's the fucking problem. And that's my issue with it. So fuck Caleb. I hope you take your $110,000 and shove it up your fucking ass. And hopefully you won't black out again and beat yourself up again. That's, it's it's going to be a million by next week. So... I hope you guys enjoyed our rants. I said it last time. I'll say it again. If you're a racist white person, you can suck the dirtiest dick on this planet. That's my word. I'm not famous anymore. I'm going to be the... Is, don't, is, don't say it. Is. Don't, stop playing. The Randy special. And I, yo, and uh, let me tell you, right? And I want people to understand this, right? I am by no means racist. I, I, I believe that as a culture for black and white people, we do better with a growth. I'm not racist, but no, we. Yeah, after this, after this episode, probably, probably, probably. Some dick. That's that's what I'll tell them. But what I'll say is, no, I, I really like on a serious note. 
I believe for a culture to to move forward, you everyone has to work together. That's how a culture moves forward. The idea that you can, you do not like somebody by the pigmentation of their skin is my problem, right? I don't like racist white people because the idea of being racist is stupid. That's that's why I don't like racist white people. So anybody, if you're not racist and you support the cause, I hope you understand. Nothing I said is towards you guys. We are still friends. But if you're racist, or you claim to not be racist, but you're racist and you should, you don't like black people, suck the dirtiest dick on this planet. So I'm going to close the topic out. They don't got to be a year or not, because it all comes down to either you're sucking the dirtiest dick or you're not. So that's that's how I leave that. So we're going to go into quick hits real quick. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, yeah, so we're going to go into the quick hits. Um, so over the week, was this the, did the Oscars happen over the yeah. weekend? Was it over the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't watch the Oscars. So, mm-hmm. um, Oscars happened over the weekend. Uh, they had some of the worst ratings in a long time. Uh, Chadwick Boseman was up for the Best Actor award. Uh, he didn't win it. Shocking. Uh, everyone assumed that he was he was going to get it since he passed away. Uh, but it went to Anthony Hopkins, who uh, he himself uh, was shocked that he won. So, here we go, Oscars. This, they, they've been we've been telling you this for a while, but you know, uh, Kanye. Uh, Kanye's Grammy-worn Yeezys sold for $1.8 million. Uh, they are now the highest-selling highest, highest selling sneaker uh, or, or retail, I guess, flip sneaker. Um, Sweetie, this is a funny one. Um, if everyone knows the, the whole Quavo and Sweetie situation, Quavo claimed that he never took her Bentley away, uh, but Sweetie posted up a new car on her Instagram, and people are, expect, are speculating that uh, Quavo did actually take that Bentley from her, uh, and now she, you know, she, she purchased her own new car. So that's a funny situation. Joe Budden podcast, uh, Rory and Marla back. I suggest anyone uh, to listen to that episode. A lot of gems in there. Um, there's a lot of kind of blurred lines with the Talk of Bullshit podcast and the Joe Budden podcast. So really dope. For real. Really dope. Um, that was a dope episode. Y'all should really listen to. Um, if you're just into podcasts, uh, you know. And just and just if you are a man and you have a partnership with other men when you're dealing with stuff, just pay attention to that episode because one of the biggest problems with men is their ego and not being able to speak to each other properly. And that was the main issue why they had a problem there. And they really went and they spoke through it. And me and Kadeem, we actually could see parallels from some of the incidents that we had, even like listening to that. So I think it's a real yeah, good listen. For real. So definitely dropped as a gem. It's a long episode, but just, you know, playing in the background, real calm. Um, this is breaking news. It actually just posted up a little while ago. Uh, the Justice Department has just filed uh, hate crime charges for the death of Ahmaud Arbery. This is going to be a topic that's going to definitely, uh, we'll probably get deeper into that next week when more information comes out. But that's the nation going in the right direction, I guess. Because yeah. that was a hate so, crime. I don't man. understand how they it could took a year. think it otherwise. Took a year. <laughs> like, exactly. It took, it a, took year. a year. But hey, you know. So um, back to our scheduled programming. Um, now Gus is going to bring it home with the bullshit of the week. Of course, bullshit of the week. A Cincinnati bar owner said Wednesday that he will refuse to play any NBA games until NBA star LeBron James is expelled from the NBA. This motherfucker said, if anyone wants to watch any NBA game, don't come to Lenny Pub. Fuck you, Lenny, and your fucking establishment. You fucking, you sound like a fat, 
I'm not even. You know what? I, I want to say something, but I, I don't want to. No, no, go, 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 go. You sound like a what's 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 no, Lenny no, no, from you sound Cincinnati like a gonna fat, be? racist Irish piece of shit. Because nah, he because okay. How the fuck you want to ban someone because you want to misconstrue what they said, even though you know that wasn't what they meant. Because you want to, because you basically saying you just you a racist, and if we don't if we don't obey by what you think, fuck us. So fuck you, fuck you in your bar. I hope nobody goes there because that's the purpose of a bar: drinking and watching sports. So fuck you, and the NBA, fuck you, LeBron. I hope man, I hope man, I hope somebody pissing your drink. Anyone listening? Fuck, fuck Lenny's <laughs> bar, Lenny's pub in Cincinnati. He's a bitch, and I hope his establishment go under. Fuck you, you fucking. Prick ass motherfucker. The, 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 just because we don't. <laughs> yo, yo, Gus. The, th- the thing that's Gus, Gus, listen, listen. The thing that makes this so fucking ridiculous is LeBron James is damn near a billionaire. He makes more money for the NBA than any other player, and this fucking white guy thinks that because he won't show games in his bullshit bar. The NBA is going to actually expel one of their most you know popular players. The NBA is going to lose. What kind of fucking shit? Like, no, 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 but just think in his mind, what would make him think that his bullshit ass bar would influence the I guess, NBA? Yo, like, what kind of hey, delusion? Lenny, Lenny Bar must be the Apple Store or some shit because this chick must got some pull. Because how the fuck you gonna stop playing NBA games? That's the purpose of a bar to drink and watch sports. So you ain't gonna watch no NBA game? So your fucking Monday night, Tuesday night's gonna be dry watching corny ass baseball? Look, we're making jokes on it, like on, but on a serious note, and I'm, I bring this brings back to what I said before. They train the lowest white man to believe he's better yep. than the highest. He thinks he's better than LeBron black, James. The black man, so he has yep. the audacity to say, "Hey, NBA, if you don't expel LeBron James from the league, I will never play one of your games." That's and that's and I, I want I want people to just like don't misconstrue everything I said in in that last rant. There's just a rant, but really take the overall message. This is what we mean, and this is the problem. LeBron posted up a a, a story about accountability. I mean, a, a, a tweet about accountability, and this is what the guys only responding. a racist would think this. Like seriously, but and and that's the problem. That that's herein lies the problem in the world we live in. Because how how you're gonna you're not gonna play no basketball games because LeBron said accountability. That means what you're doing is that you're giving LeBron a lot of power. That's and if I'm LeBron, and I think LeBron responded like, "Damn, I was gonna go." He did. He did. Yeah. He was like, "Damn, I was heading there to heading watch the game tonight." And then you and then LeBron you, should, you know how you want to put your dickhead. LeBron should never say no, that. No, no, you want to know how much of a Maddie did because he's gonna get no, some no, fucking no. exposure. You know how much dick? No, not really. You know how much of a dickhead he is. If you invited LeBron and LeBron came to your bar, how much? How much business do you think you would have got? Shit. He was saving the most amount of money saw in his goddamn life. That's that's the stupidity of people and the ignorance. But anyway, uh, Israel, do you got anything to say about this? I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Made ten times more funny because we made Gus <laughs> talk about it. Uh, because Gus just needs to let loose. The thing that's ironic is that he's upset, right? He's so upset that he wants that he's willing to lose his bar for it. Because that's what would happen. You stop playing games that people want to see. They stop coming. You start losing money. You get yourself in a debt. Can't get yourself out of it. All because you're an asshole. It would be a series of unfortunate events. And it would be hilarious. And I would laugh. And guess what? 
I will never, ever go to Cincinnati. Nobody is like, yo, where's the illest vacation destination at this year? Cincinnati. No one is saying that, except for that white guy that be doing Comic View. What's his name? What's the white comedian name that does Comic View all the time? I've never, I don't watch Comic View at all. Gary Owen. Gary Owens. He's the only person I've ever even heard mention Cincinnati. Ever. And the Bengals. Are there even Bengals out there? Yeah, they out there. They're still, like, still terrible. No, but like, are there actually like Bengal cats out there? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bengal tigers. Are there actual Bengal tigers in Cincinnati? What's happening? Who cares? It, that was hilarious, though. Thank you, Angus, for being you. Yeah, and Angus went off on that. That was funny. Don't ever change. Like, seriously, man. Out of all the things to be mad, you're going to tell, tell this man not to come, not to watch any NBA games in your, in your establishment? Fuck your establishment. Your establishment ain't going to make no money. I hope everyone comes to your bar to watch NBA games and they don't come anymore. And I'm mad that LeBron spoke, um, tweeted about it because now he's going to get exposure by these cunt suckers that probably agree with him. Cool. So, uh, thank you for that bullshit of the week. We're going to run through some sports topics really quickly. LeBron James' rookie card sold for $5.2 million. Insane. Um, rest in peace to Kentucky star Terrence Clark. Uh, he died in a car accident what? at the age of This 19. nigga. Uh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> gag, 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 wait, gag, wait. Gag. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, shut the fuck up. Yo, shut yo. the fuck up and let me finish. Shut the fuck up and let me finish. All right, cool. Go. Shut go, the fuck go, up go, and go. let me finish. Like, really, Dad, shut the fuck up and let me finish. And then you'll see why the fuck I did what I did. Shut the fuck up. You see, you, 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 one of them niggas too. Suck dirty dick because you got my nerves. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to see why. Because this nigga, like, shut the fuck up and let me finish. And then you'll see why I did it. God damn, bro. You see, he couldn't eat it. Like, oh, oh my God, you motherfucker. Jesus. Terrence Clark passed away in a car accident at the age of 19. He was slated to join this year's NBA draft. Antonio Brown, rest in, rest in peace. Antonio Brown uh, was re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so they have re-signed all of their main players from the Super Bowl team. Um, doesn't mean they're locked to win it all, but they're definitely going to be a fan favorite. And I was leaving this topic for last because I knew you had something to say about it. God damn, because they ain't hit number ten though. I mean number nine, number eight, number ten, the ten, whatever. But the New York Knicks, credit to him. I'm not a New York Knicks fan, and I'll give it to him. But they their nine nine game streak, it, it ended, but they did go on a nine game streak, and yet they're still tied for fourth. But uh, they they won tonight, they won tonight. Too. So I'm gonna give Angus because I know he wants to rant about this. This is exactly why I was give you could have just gave me a moment. Uh, no, I'm because gonna, you, I, I you, you 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 low key shady motherfucker. You go low key. You low key racist. Go ahead. So we all good. Go. Go, go through your fucking rant about your bum ass. Knicks. It's all good. Has it go has the Lakers won a nine game? Has a nine game winning streak? All right then. Uh, my t- we just got our one of our stars. Back I don't give a fuck. Listen, I'm, pr- I, look, no I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of I'm proud of my New York Knicks. All right, I'm proud of them because we were underdogs throughout the whole season, and we finally we we're going to the playoffs, and we're going to make some noise, even though we're the underdog for any team that's going to face us in the playoffs. But our defense is amazing, and we're only going to go up. So congratulations yeah. to my Knicks. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a hard fought. It was a hard fought um, loss against against the Suns. But congratulations to the Knicks, man. We done it. No one on this panel or no one believed in the Knicks, especially Tech. This motherfucker hates the Knicks. Apparently, I don't know. I think fucking 
Jim Dolan must have did something, kicked his ass out as a child. Jim Dolan? Uh, Dolan must have kicked his ass out as, as No, I, I, I just don't celebrate wow. losers. So so, so you're sorry. So what you consider them now, dude? <laughs> see, 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 that that's that's the problem with Nick fans. Y'all now Nick fans have been riding the Knicks nutsack all this time, even though they've been losing. Y'all that's been called fucking a, celebrating that's called them winning. Listen, wearing wearing all of their jerseys, selling out the garden, and they have been a fucking laughing stock. You know what you do? You you want to make the team get better? You show you pull your support until they get better. But you dumbass Nick fans is oh, oh I bleed orange and blue. Y'all fucking get happy over a nine game win streak. You talking about Kadeem's team not winning nine games? They have over nine championship. They, how many championships? Sixteen. The, the Celtics got more championships. Like they have sixteen. No, we, it's seventeen. No, actually, the Lakers, the Lakers do. Lakers See, stop yeah. it. The Lakers. The Lakers has just, the, Yeah, the Lakers has the most. Hold it down. The one that they just won this last year put them over the, the Celtics. So look at you, caping for a team, and you don't even know. The <laughs> fuck I'm not a Celtics so, fan. I'm saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen. Listen. Enjoy your bullshit ass nine game win streak. You do know, like, because they probably won't get another. They probably won't get another nine game win streak in your lifetime. So So y'all about about to enter that? What's that new um, NBA thing now? Play, play. What is that? Play, play to win. Y'all about to y'all about to enter that shit. So you better fucking. We're fifteen. No, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is where you sound so stupid, right? This is where you for two, two, two big things. First and foremost, you are 35 and 34 in the Eastern Conference and fourth seed. What the fuck are you talking about? You you guys are just winning and you're the fourth seed in the East. We still have they can go on a they can throw in a go on a three game losing streak and be at the AC. You are literally pretty much tying with the Warriors and their 10th seed in the West. Wait, hold on, let me finish. That's one. Two, you can say what the hell you want before LeBron. And Anthony Davis, who was down for 30 games, we were the second seed fighting for first seed in the West. Best team, best record in the NBA. As a matter of fact, we were first seed for a while, too. So you're making a comparison as if the Knicks are better than the Lakers. We have, you, you, yo, this nigga had the audacity to text us saying that this, this Lakers team without our stars has a better star cast than the Knicks. They do. Our best player after AD and LeBron is Dennis Schroeder. And Kuzma. Drummond. Kuzma. Drummond. Kuzma. What the, Drummond. Like, yo, yeah, you shit on you, Drummond. You, you know, son, you see. Okay. Yeah, you're to, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to go by your, your, your antics. Is any person you name an NBA All-Star right now? Because Julius Randle is an NBA All Star who's been averaging thirty. Drummond would have been All Star if he would have Cleveland would have played. No, 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 no. You, you take it. You say you saying if and no, no. But I'm saying it's the truth. About we talk about who was an All Star. Oh. Who was an All Star? Don't tell me the truth. Who who was an All Star? Julius Randle's is yeah. That's Julius, it. Only one. The on Knicks are playing with the same cast that they're playing with. We literally turned the team turned into Dennis Schroeder leading the Lakers. What are you talking so you're about? Talk, so you, you make any? Yo, Kadeem, Kadeem, Kadeem. The Lakers right now still have a better record. They still record have a better record. Even, the, even they though they started the Knicks had a game strong. Streak. Like, come on, man. Like, listen. <laughs> yo, yo, okay, exactly your oh point. We God. started off strong and we listen, lost listen, our listen. two stars. Re- and then, so, wait, so, so, wait, wait, wait. So you're, saying, so you're saying that us losing our two stars that are single-handedly the focal point of the, the number team one and number three best important. player in the freaking NBA. All right. So, uh, so okay. no no no, but, but so, I'm trying okay. to say that you, so we lost so we lost them. no no because yeah, you still have a good oh, so y'all gonna so y'all had y'all, beat, y'all still y'all still y'all still have a good squad y'all beating good teams with the squad. Ooh. 
Who's a, so who on my team you taking giving a max contract on the next two? T- tell me. I said, who, who the fuck? I, you, know, you know my stance on a max contract, so you know damn well I wouldn't. Shoot wait, 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 wait. How about this? How about this? Who you taking from the Who you taking from the Lakers and putting on the next? I'll take right fucking Schroeder. I take Schroeder. Fuck. You take, you take Schroeder. Okay, who else? I'll take Drummond. His tall ass son. I'll take Drummond. You take Drummond. You take Drummond. Who else? You heard you saying? You just said I would take. All right. So who would you take and trade off of your team? Oh, oh shit. That's simple. I would take that. What's that? Oh, no, I, yo, what? God damn. Here's what we are gonna do with this. There we go. Man. Israel gonna introduce us to the ladies' topic. No man, fuck you, man. You're talking bullshit. You just yeah, whatever, okay. nigga. You, you're everyone everyone shit on the Knicks talking about they ain't shit, and the Knicks is finally doing something Bro, good. You know what? And you, come, you know what I can yeah, say as a Lakers I'm, fan? Yeah. You know what I can say as a Lakers fan? I never started the season saying, "Yo, this might be our year." Who's, That's a goddamn fact. So, so every what, Knicks no, fan, no, 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 no. You got, you got to admit. Did you think before the beginning of the season, you think the Knicks would have been this good? No, you probably would say they. They're not good. They're all good. Are you fucking smoking? Are you smoking? The last, you guys, the last two years, the Knicks had take away a nine. The last two years, the Knicks had the second worst record. Man, what's wrong with you? Listen, the Knicks are playing better than they they in have the in recent decade. years. But if you they okay, were good but if you take away a nine, listen to what I'm saying. Listen, if you take away a nine game winning streak, which is unprecedented for any team to really do, you take that away, you niggas are having a losing record, and you will still be in the top ten. So what the fuck are you talking about, bro? The Eastern Conference is trash. There's three teams, and then that's it. So you could say the Knicks are doing really good. Throw their ass in the fucking Western Conference. Go play against. Go play. If I'm not mistaken, they, they Stephen Curry walling ass, most of dropping wins thirty points West, every fucking but, game. You know, whatever. whatever. Most of what? I think most of their wins most came of the from. What the, comes from I think most of their wins came from the West. If I'm not mistaken. You think or you know? I'm. I'm you know what? This, so if, so then then that shows me that this team is really not good because if you can't beat a if you can't beat Eastern teams, then where are y'all going? You, you, Yo, man, there's nothing worse than a Knicks fan or a Cowboys Jesus fan. Y'all are so nigga, fucking deluded. What the fuck are you ridiculous. a fan of? What, what, who's your please, team? Who's please, your team? Please, please, please. Let's just, yo, who, yo, Israel. Israel. Oh, Israel. I know you probably don't have anything to say about this Knicks topic. Do you want to just go to the ladies' topic, yeah, brother? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to No, Israel. I'm talking to the other Israel on oh, the podcast. What the fuck? I didn't even hear you say Israel. <laughs> These niggas is just like, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm happy this year that we're doing well. Fucked good, me up. Let's let's, let's uh, finish this up. But this this lady's topic is a uh, interesting one. Uh, so it comes from a, a a listener. They wanted to remain anonymous, but they asked: Is choosing to not show your significant other on social media the same as hiding your relationship? You three gentlemen can answer first, and uh, I'll go I don't last. think so. Uh, I'm I, I'm a big opponent on if you have social media, you don't need people in your business. You don't have to fucking post your woman. I don't believe in posting your woman because everyone's going to always have a comment or opinion. So I'd rather just keep my business to myself. And that's it. It's not cheating that I'm I'm trying to keep it private. I just want to keep my business. Certain part of my life, I want to keep private. You know? What did Drake said about his kid? He ain't trying to he ain't trying to uh, expose, his, expose his baby to the world or some shit like that. I don't want to expose my woman to the world, man. Fuck it. It's me and my, my baby's business. So I feel like it's not cheating if you want to keep your private life to your private. So my, my thinking is um, it depends on what your Instagram page is. Like if you're like a photographer or you're an artist or something like that, and you use that as a way to drum up your actual, you know, passion and stuff like that, maybe it doesn't make sense to, but I think if your significant other, you know, does post you up and stuff like that, and they really just, you know, want to be able to be seen on your page as well. 
I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I don't, I'm not saying you should have your you know significant other in every you know third picture, but if you know making a sacrifice to put a post up just to make the person feel happy is all that they need, I don't, I don't see how that would be an issue. Um, I think we give too much energy to social media. I, I don't I don't see why why do you feel the need to have to be posted up on a social media page? If it'll make you happy, sure, I'll do it. But I'm not going to do it out of like. I was so excited for being in a relationship with you today that I wanted to post you up on Instagram. But uh, I think Yeah, you didn't even post any your wedding pictures, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, honest to God, I didn't post up a single wedding picture. Nope. I don't post up if you go on my Instagram, but I, I think I, the last time I put up a post was probably like October or some shit like that. And it's it's really like yeah, you, you gotta Yo, bro, you're a podcaster, man. You gotta change that. Yeah, I know, I know. But um I, I really know. I know I have to do that. But yeah, like I, I just I think we give too much strength to social media. I, we care so much about what other opinion what others other people's opinions are that we forget to enjoy what's in front exactly. of us. And I think that is the issue with social media. Like one thing I always do and I, I don't do this in a controlling way, but I always say this to my wife because it's like really upsetting. If we go somewhere and we, you know, we had a bar or something like that, the first thing she does is take out her phone and record it. And I'm like, why do you want to record it? The memory is always going to be better than the photo. Mm-hmm. If you could always, and you're probably never going to actually go back and look at that. You know, it, you never. It's just, it's just, it's just like the people that record concerts and shit like that. Like you pay money to watch a concert, and then you're watching the concert through, through your, your phone. phone. Like, and then you're never going to watch that you know again. What I'm saying? So I understand exactly. Especially what you're things, especially like big things, right? Like. I remember I went to Kobe Bryant's second to last home game, and I think I have two videos of like Kobe Bryant shooting the ball, and everything else is just me just watching the game because I was like, "This, uh, like, I have a couple." Yeah, you want to experience. Yeah, you want to experience it. We give too much. I think we give way too much energy to social media, and a lot of times, like, let's 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 be honest, right? Like, guys are sick. We follow girls that probably have fat asses that don't follow us back. Half the people, by going by Instagram's algorithm, you know, only about 10% of people is going to see this. So why do you care so much that you must be seen on my social media? Like I, I, That's how I look at it. If it really bothers you, sure, I'll post it. But it's not going to be like a, 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 a genuine, authentic post. Like like Tech said, I didn't even post up pictures from my wedding. I think Israel, because Israel's a photographer there, he posted up some pictures and tagged me. Didn't you? No, you did the Snapchat one. The, like, the, 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 like, yeah, like one, yeah, like like one, one or two. two. And uh, people like people hit me up like, yo, I didn't know you got married. I was like, oh, yeah. Yo, why you didn't invite me? Uh, you're not really my friend. So you know, that's how I kind of look at that. That wasn't me this Way time. Way to go, Gus. That wasn't me this time. Way to go, Gus. Job, this nigga put his phone down Good so job, fast. Gus. That wasn't me. That was Israel. Uh, I would say, I would say, you no, know, it wasn't. I would say that I'm a cool mixture of everybody's answers. I think the biggest problem facing today is that uh, everyone allows for social media to dictate how their lives are supposed to be, especially their relationships. They're following the ideals and the ideas of uh, quote-unquote famous people who themselves are not in happy situations. I don't think that you have to do anything that anybody else is asking. And my biggest thing is, if I if I love you, I love you in real life. I don't love you in social media's life. You want to hold my hand? Hold my hand for real. You want people to see us? Then let's fucking go for a walk outside. They'll see us for real out there. Versus like social media. Social media is like, especially Instagram. 
the reason why Instagram is so annoying is Instagram and Facebook are just emotional hotbeds. When Tumblr, before Tumblr got rid of all the titties, that used to be the place to go. Tumblr was non-emotional. It's just like kids are post. Nobody's just like flocking for just for popularity likes. People are actually liking true artistic stuff. And it was a nice place to go. But then they got rid of the porn and it sucks now. Uh, but yeah, for me, that's it's a no-go. I'm also just not in the ideas of appeasing your significant other by just doing things. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it because I want to do it. I'm not going to sit there and post you just because you think I should. And then, like, one uh, thing like that annoys me. I don't really use it, but you, you ever see, you ever scroll through TikTok and you'll see, like, whatever the trend is, every couple on TikTok does that exact same trend. And people are like, oh my God, they're doing like whatever the, tr- I don't know what the trend is. Like, let's say it's to do a dance or like to prank your significant other in a certain way. And you'll see every TikTok person do the same exact video. And people think this is real and like, the reactions are real. That's an unsuccessful relationship in real life. Cause I tell you what, you prank me and I'm accidentally beat your ass. Uh, and then we're going to go to court for domestic violence. Cause yeah, I, I told like you to abuse women. We said that. Remember? I haven't done it. But it's not completely off the <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we're, we're slowly getting to that point. Nah. Jesus Christ. Um, cool. So that's the Talking Bullshit podcast. <laughs> Yo, this nigga here. Um, I do want to point out one thing. I don't know if he's doing this shit on purpose, but every fucking week, Tech Deadass gets up and uses the bathroom in the middle of the You got to empty out that bag. <laughs> <laughs> old nigga, man. Sorry, man. My bladder don't, don't work the way. What's well, worse? Man. He doesn't even tell niggas. You just see the video, and you just see his big nigga just run across the screen. Like, oh, I got it. Like, you, you remember pops when he had to take a shit from Friday? <laughs> he's he's doing his he's doing his attempt at a run because tech. Is yo, yo, why you yo? Don't worry about how I look, man. A hefty walk. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Uh, this is a top talking bullshit podcast. This is a um, this is a really good episode. Uh, I just and I do want to end one thing here. Uh, like the rant I went on and I said sucking dirty dick and all that. Like obviously some of it is for the podcast, some of it is being serious. But no, listen, no, we don't care, bro. No, 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 no. Them to suck dirty dick. No, no, no. no I matter. need that suck dirty dick. A hundred percent. The Gok Gok three thousand. The Gok Gok three thousand that hasn't been cleaned in six months. But I mean, no. But I really want people to understand the message that's behind this. Like we all are in a podcast, and you know we say what we say every week. And by no means, I am not some big, like big name person that I feel that like everyone need like should follow my word. Obviously not. But from a serious point, there are a lot of problems. And it's it's embedded in the smallest things. And if we can't take the time to understand and learn what those small problems are, as a as a nation of people, we're never gonna grow. And that is the biggest detriment to man and woman. Everything else is what it every everything else is all semantics. But if we can't as a nation of people see what we have embedded things from the 1600s 1700s 1800s and the the, the fact that we we use things like the amendments and the, the you know the the constitution and stuff like that to to push our agenda but then people don't even understand the full words of what's being said if we can't understand and see that the world needs to change 
we are going to forever be in this constant struggle of black versus white. And it should not be like that. It should be human being versus human being. And if you're going to keep using pigmentation and pigmentation of our skin complexion, or we're going to point out stupid things because we want to benefit what we, what we feel, that is always going to be a problem. So um, as I said before, I meant what I said about racist people. I really don't like racist people, but please suck, suck dirty a dirty dick. dick. That ass. But I, Shmegma. I didn't say schmegma. That's fucked up. <laughs> I didn't say schmegma. That's, that's, that's a different level. That's a different level. No, if you guys don't, don't know, don't look, look it up. up. Don't look it up. But um, yeah, man, that's... that's a, Guess you went to look it up. That's what I... Jesus Christ. That's... It's S-M-E. Please, but seriously, though, like, please listen to the message of what we're... What all four of us are saying. Don't just have your own... Like, don't have an opinion just because we sound ignorant, but really listen to the message that we want that we that we feel is um, important for the for our culture as human beings, not as black people, but just as human beings. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, leave, I'm leaving off of that. This is once again the Talking Bullshit Podcast episode number nine. I got to come up with a funny name for this episode. I'm not gonna do the one that said Israel said, but I'm considering it. But I got to think about it. Uh, nah, I'm telling nah, you, nah, we're not doing cute. No, no, no. Um, everybody give it's magma. Hell, man. Everyone, no, I might do. I might do the Knicks. Um, Knicks uh, winning streak ends at nine. That's what I might do. I think I might do some shit like that. But um, everyone, give your your handles. You know, we're gonna end this off tonight. Yeah, Gus. I think you're muted and all. Gus is on mute. He's the only buffoon <laughs> that mutes himself, bro. Unmute yourself, dogs. Unmute yourself, Gus. Oh, his shit is not working. <laughs> yo, this pussy, yo, this, yo, this bitch muted me. Yo, yo, all right. Wait, no, 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 I didn't. So how did, what did, how did I, I, I didn't mute myself. I mute my, I mute, you, I, was, I mute my mic and I mute my mic and it, all of a sudden my shit was muted. Gus, I was, we're, you're watching me on video. I was literally talking. But your hands could have been doing something <laughs> on that video. My, you can see my well, hands I, are playing I, I, with this I, stupid yellow. I, 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 this minutes. is the first time. I, all right, whatever. This is Gus, and I'm. A, this is it. This is like a Gus muted himself in his no, dumbass. Don't realize what the fuck son, he I did. muted my mic, and all of a sudden, the <laughs> fucking Zencaster right. was muted. Whatever you how say, is that, Gus. How is that possible? Whatever you say, Gus. Like, so listen to what you're saying. So you said no, 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 no. Listen to me. I muted my mic, my physical mic, and when I unmute it, I can talk. I the thing about it, Zencaster was muted. Gus, no, it doesn't work like that. Gus, I can mute, no, logic, no, I can right? mute my mic, and then it doesn't. You know what? Whatever. I had to. I had to literally go into Zencast wait, wait, and no, click no, no. unmute. I didn't. That's what I'm trying no, to tell no, you. I know. I understand. I understand. But listen to your logic. You're saying that I knew that you muted your mic, so I then muted you at the no. same time. No, son. Because <laughs> you, so, you know, give me handles, bro. Give me handles. Yo, bro. Give me no, handles. We, 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 we. Fuck Kadeem. <laughs> fuck Israel. <laughs> right, but this is Gus and that's it oh yeah ma- matter of fact watch um, click on the link I just sent y'all okay bro we're in the middle it's of a funny. fucking podcast nobody's clicking the link oh, God, Jesus Christ yo, just, yo give your handle again man alright so right, this is here, Gus bro. I don't really need to give my Instagram that's it okay why did I do, I did well, proper etiquette Gus there you go why would you not want to give your Instagram? Yo, you a podcast? Do you understand what a podcast right. is, bro? You're supposed to share your social media so people can actually he's, he's interact Shmegma, with Papa. Etiquette, yes. Gus. Okay, that's who I am on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> this is speed. Anyway, signing out. Another wonderful.
<laughs> Another wonderful episode. It's your boy Israel Setti, aka Mr. Wish Bavin, signing off. Yeah, it's uh, Randy, uh, tech and music fan on all social media. Please follow me. Please interact with me. If you have any questions, anything that you want to, you know, have us talk about on the podcast, you can let me know and we can decide if we're going to do it or not. But still, you can send it through. Uh, hit me up. Cool. Uh, this is Kadeem. Uh, I guess my, my my Instagram is cad underscore renegade. Uh, d- don't hit me up on Instagram. But cad with, cad a, with K. a K. K-A-D underscore R-E-N-E-G-A-D-E. Um, that's my Instagram. Don't send him anything because he, he probably don't even know his password. No, no, I'm logged in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm logged in to Instagram, but you send me a message. I, 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 we go leave it at that. Um, but um, it's, <laughs> it's the Talking Bullshit Podcast. Thanks again for everyone listening. And we got some more shit coming down the pipeline, like I said. Um, so can't wait to see you guys next week. Have a good one. All right, later. Peace. Peace. No, we just, 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 just talking on bullshit as we normally do. <laughs> Let me talk my bull. Man's gotta eat, and I'm full. Man's got pull. Look quiet, everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should. Good. Let me talk my bull. Man's gotta eat, and I'm full. Man's got pull. Look quiet, everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should. Good. I'm the man, goddamn. Make a hundred grand, I can. Dodging Uncle Sam, not jam, I'm blessed. Ain't a couple fans waving hands, what's next? Move with the movement, no, we improving, true. Put it all together, we the glue. Black men unite like the Jews, I knew. From the gate, it was paid, we was not a home place. Boy, I see snipes with the scope, be a broke man, no. We just joke, give him hope. Me and the bros got a vision. Watch it grow, watch it grows, be the mission, yeah. Let me talk my bull. Man's gotta eat, I'm full. Man's got pull, look quiet, everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should. Good. Let me talk my bull. Man's gotta eat, I'm full. Man's got pull, look quiet, everything I could. Make a couple mil, I should.